Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty dickheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, July, I said February, what? July 25th, 2023, and this is episode number 676 of Barry on Deck. It reminds me, we did episode 666, and uh, Cisco had made this really dope little promo thing, but I didn't see it till after the show, and I never got to show it off, so that was disappointing and sad. Um, but we are here, and we are doing it two days in a row! Do you know how long it's been since we've done two shows in a row? By the way, if it's a little low, let me know here. I'm trying to find the right volume. I think this is about right. Yeah, I got to keep it there just because I get loud. Uh, So, yeah, this is two days in a row. This feels almost normal. Holy shit. This is good times. Um, Hope you had a good night. Hope you're having a good day. Uh, If you're at work or at home or... Wherever the hell you're at, driving around, whatever it is you're doing, if you're driving around, please, please, please uh, focus on the road. And please make sure that uh, you're not watching. I mean, still have it on Twitch, but, you know, just listen. That's that's good, too. And I know there's a listen-only option, um, <clears throat> but that, that screws with your boy's number. So, if possible, put it on watch, but listen, but don't watch, but have it on watch, but don't watch, but listen. Only listen, not on listen, but listen on watch. And we'll, but don't, okay. You know what? I'm just making sure that uh, that the feed is going. I always pull it up, make sure. I didn't do it before the show started, so now I'm doing it now, which is a little late in the program. I would have wasted already 10 damn minutes. Look at sure. There it goes. I didn't do it before. Okay. And we're good to go. All right. Hi. Astros up 1-0 in the, in the Texas Lone Star Silver Boot Spur Series thing, whatever. Suck it, Rangers. Suck it, Total Dallas. And you know what? Let's just get it out of the way now. Let's just let's just get the rant rolling right away. Say that three times fast. Let's just get the rant rolling right away. Fuck that guy who was whistling during the whole goddamn game, okay? I don't know who that son of a bitch was, but they need to cut his lips off and shove him up his butthole. That was worse than watching an Oakland A's game and hearing that. I mean, that dude was like worse than the Vuvuzela or whatever the however you call that shit. And during that soccer World Cup when it was in I don't know Zimbabwe or Tanzania, that shit. I like. Oh my god. I don't know. If I was sitting in that dude's section, you know what? There would have been whistling for about three goddamn innings, and then there would have been a fight. I am not shitting you. I wouldn't give a fuck if that man was seven foot 30. 
and weighed 948 pounds, I would have fought that dude and been a goddamn hero as I was carried away on a stretcher, handcuffed. There's no way I could put up with that. Are you shitting me? How? How on God's green earth and in the, in the sanctity of Minute Maid Park do Astros fans let that asshole whistle the entire goddamn game? Nobody in that section challenged his lips to a fight. Not one person. You know what I would? I wouldn't even say anything. I just snuck his ass. If this is the dude, and he's in front of me. He's all, <laughs> bitch. I just reached around, pop right in the face. Shut the fuck up. Oh my god, bro, that shit was so annoying. <sighs> Jesus Christ, it was awful. I mean, awful. I couldn't deal with it. I mean, I was trying to watch the. I didn't get to watch the game last night uh, because your boy is uh, is now the uh, head chef at Olive Garden. I'll explain. Um, but uh, Jesus Christ! Now this morning, I'm like, you know what? I need to watch the game. I don't even know how it ended. I don't even know what's going on. I put on the game about fifth inning. I was like, okay, fuck this game and fuck that Astros fan. He's probably like the head of Astros Twitter. Yeah, but that would be about right. I don't know who he is. I don't know if anybody knows him. Did they ever find out who he is? Did Twitter like do their little thing where they go and they're like, oh, his name is Frank Comiskey. And Heck he's... yeah. Oh, Donna, thank you for the resub, sweetie. 16 months. Yo, Fidel resubscribed for 11 months. Thank you, Fidel. Appreciate you guys. Sean said only solution, boycott baseball. I, I'd rather boycott whistling, to be honest with you. And some idiot, some idiot named Steven the Weather Guy. <coughs> COVID call. I mean, it was. It's not anymore. It was lingering. Some idiot got up in my Twitters, in my tweets, in my, in my platform Heck X yeah. now. What are we calling the thing? Are we calling it Twitter? It's got an X logo. It's so stupid. We didn't talk about that today. We didn't get to it yesterday. But some asshole got on my Twitter, Stephen the Weather Guy. I'm looking at you. I hope it storms in your pants. And was like, eh, eh, uh, wooing greater than whistling. No, you know what? One doesn't have to be greater than the other. They can both be super annoying and childish and dumb and need to be stopped at all costs. You know who that whistling asshole was? That's probably the same guy that starts the fucking wave. That's, I guarantee you, that asshole that was whistling the whole time starts the wave. Guarantee you. 100%. I don't know who he is, but he can suck it, okay? Ruin the game. How do you ruin a game for an entire fucking city? One guy. One guy. Because then I saw somebody, I think it was Dre, and they were like, that was more than one guy. There was like three people whistling. I don't care. It's fight time. It's go time, Okay. It's go time. How do you not, as a stadium, collectively, one, everybody, everybody, one, two, three, shut the fuck up! Like I would have that, I would have started that chant. Stop the whistling. Like seriously, how do you let that go? Minute, I'm embarrassed. You know what? They wouldn't do that in in Arlington. Mostly because all the the chicks and the dudes up there have fake lips because they all got like collagen and work done and. It's whatever. But how do you let that go down here? I'm embarrassed for Astros fans. And I literally, 
I hope one, I hope all that guy's teeth fall out. All of them. Every fucking one of them. I hope, I hope when he wakes up tomorrow, he has zero teeth. None. I hope his dog gets the clap. And I hope all four tires on his car go flat today before he goes home. I do. I'll be like, yes, uh, son of a bitch, I can't get a ride home. Oh, shit, my wife was calling. Hello? What do you mean the dog has to clap? <laughs> yes! Suck on that, whistling dickhole. <clears throat> what happened? I blacked out for a second. What happened? <clears throat> Damn. I don't know what happened. Like the show started and then, uh, man, I must still be sick. The show started and I blacked out and then I just woke up. Um, whew, man, I felt weird. I don't know what happened there. All right, let's start the show. Let's, uh, let's get to the chat for those of you. What's up SVG. Good to see you pimp. Those of you new to the program, which I don't think anybody here is new to the program, but just in case you're lurking and lingering, and and if you're one of the whistling guys, don't watch my show. Honest to God, dude. If you're like, hey, what's up, Barry? This is Whistler123 in the chat. I ban you. Fuck you. Get out of here. Whistling. Okay. Now I'm just going overboard here. Uh, but if you're new to the chat and new to new to the show, the chat is a shout out to the chat. Not the past tense of shit. It is me saying hello to the people that make this show possible every single day. And that's Heck yeah. Heck yeah, you damn right, Joey42787. If that is your real name. Joey, I don't recognize Joey42787, but you've been subscribed for 10 months. <laughs> Thank you, Joey. Is that Black Sheep? I think that might be Black Sheep. Who is that? I don't know who that is. Yo, Homer Astros fan. What's up, man? Homer Astros fan, were you at the game last night? Because if so, I hope you fought that whistling dude. Seriously. I hope you fought him. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that was awful. Uh, I think Total Dallas likes to whistle. Yeah, probably. Of course. Yeah, totally. Uh <clears throat> I don't know, uh, but Joey42787, uh, if that is your real name, thank you for the uh, resub for 10 months. And Chris from Sam Houston, thank you for subscribing for five months and doing it again. Very much appreciated. And goddamn, we got a hype train going. Look at that already. Little rant. Got a little rant out of my system. We got a hype train. The shot should mellow me out a little bit. All right. Uh, my bad. I'm in a mood. I'm in a I'm in a feisty mood. I'm not even in a bad mood. I'm in a feisty mood. I saw somebody say, "Well, somebody's feeling better." Well, yeah. I mean, a little sleep will do that to you. <coughs> Your boy went to bed pretty decent time. You know what I mean? <coughs> Excuse me. Now the the, <coughs> the rant kind of got me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little worked up there. I'll probably start being out of breath here in just a second. But, uh, hey, I sound better today, but I feel better today. I got some sleep, Jet. Uh, all right. Well, this is for the hype train. Thank you to, let's see, uh, Fidel, Donna, Chris from Sam Houston, Joey, and Homer Astros fan for getting in and kicking off this hype train. Cheers, everybody. I love y'all to death. Boom. Ha. Ah. Oh, Cisco. 
Was Cisco, is it you that's keeping the running list of everybody I hate? Or was it Walt? What, somebody, one of y'all was. <clears throat> um, oh, don't do the heavy metal voice today. Yeah, that, that fucked me up. <clears throat> that was bad. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta remember that too. I gotta, maybe I need to clip that for social media so people can see how uh, stupid and dumb this show gets. We get pretty dumb on this show, but in a fun way, in a fun way. I meant to make a video. I made zero videos today. I've made zero videos in forever. <clears throat> but stuff like that I need to make and clip and put out there on the on the world web wide or whatever. Okay, I have no paper in this whole office. How do I not have any goddamn paper? And a whole office full of paper and junk and shit. I got no paper! Found some sticky notes. I used to live on sticky notes when this show first started because uh, your boy was busy. I've been loafing as of late. I haven't been doing what I need to. So uh, what did you call it, Twitch? Oh, heavy metal voice. Yep, yep. Heavy metal voice. What else did I talk about yesterday? Oh, the Titans rant. Yep, we'll do that. Uh, and then today we'll do the, uh, the Whistler rant. Maybe I'll cut those up and put those on social media. Donna said, Oh Lord, we're off the rails already. Oh yeah. Big time Donna. Huge, big time. All right, let's do the chat. I see Tony's in. Although Tony wasn't first. I I didn't open the chat until way late and that's my bad. I believe like Alan Denson, Brian Pettit and Chris Reyes were the first three, but I don't know who got first. Um, but those three were the, the first three. So they'll be the three greatest decades in the history of the world for the next three hours. And then all three of them can go back to having sex with themselves. Uh, but in my little chat window over here, I see Tony the Handsome and Fidel. What's up, pimp? Uh, Alex Villanueva. Flip. What's up, producer Flip? <clears throat> Good to see you, buddy. Uh, Uriel Villanueva is here. Hello, kind sir. There's Mr. Reyes. Mark G. What's up, Mark? Good to see you, bud. Uh, my sweet, sweet Donna is here. Christy! We have a Christy Sparks sighting. Hello, Christy. Good to see you as well. Uh, pause for the calls. Boop. So, uh, J. Doe. I gotta, I gotta, I, I can't, I can't say, I can't say his name. I used to say John Dory. And, uh, John sent me the kindest, sweetest email, uh, yesterday. And I haven't even had a chance to respond to it yet, but I did read it, John. And first of all, uh, thank you so much for the email and your kind words and, and, and words of encouragement. Very much appreciated. I always appreciate getting stuff like that. Uh, what I didn't appreciate was you letting me know that after t- almost three years, I've been saying your name wrong this whole goddamn time. I, look, I think we pretty well established that I don't know how to pronounce shit. And I'm not the smartest guy in the world. So I apologize, Jado. I don't even know how to s- s- sound it out in the chat for me. Because I've been saying John Dory. And that's apparently not right. It's probably something like French, like Dory. I don't know. But sound it out in the chat for me. <coughs> and if it's easy, I'll use it. If not, you'll just be Jado. Because you don't get to pick your nicknames. I do. So uh, you'll just be Jado until uh, further notice. What's up, Rudy Rod? Good to see you. Hey, go pack, go. He said, what's going on, guys and dolls? What's up, Go Petco? Uh, who else is in the building? Rudy Rod, Santa's watch saying social disrespect. Are we in November, no shave November? No, I've been kind of just letting the beard go. I've just been letting it do its thing. I 
trim it up every once in a while, but you know what? I'm tired of being ashamed of it, and I don't feel like shaving all the time, so this is what you get. You get what you get, Rudy Rod. Or should I say, Rudy, you ain't my dad? Uh, or my wife. What's up, Terrence? Good to see you. Uh, hope you're doing well. Hope you had a good birthday. Uh, Chris from San Houston in the building, listening while I'm driving to damn Dallas. Boo! When you get up there, um, get you some spray paint and just paint L's all over the freeway. Since they lost. What's up, Brent? It's Barry Big Balls, baby. Let's ride, chat. I don't. I mean, I do have big balls. I, I learned that when I got my ultrasound, but it's neither here nor there. <clears throat> um, What's up, Flip? Oh, Flip, you're going to the Hello Kitty thing tonight. That's cool. What's up, Joel? Good to see you. Jet, Paul Gallant is the only one who liked the whistling. I mean, is anybody really surprised? Are we? Is anybody like, what? Oh, that's out of character. No, not at all. Uh, who else? Let's see. Uh, page three. Nightbot, you raggedy bitch. What's up? Sean hates stuff. FJ in the building. What's up? FJ? Brian Pettit. How are you, sir? Uh, let's see. Trevin Diggs got paid. I didn't see that. I saw Saquon signed his franchise tag. Amended. And uh, I saw Jalen Brown got paid. We'll get to that. But I didn't see uh, Trevin Diggs. <clears throat> Who else is in the building? Steven Weather Guy. I'm not saying either are good. I'm just saying one is worse than the other. No, they can both be equally bad, Steven. That's what you need to know. Uh, who else? Donna SVG, what's up? How are you, Pip? I tell you what, man. I, I, uh, I live vicariously through SVG's wife on Facebook. I keep up with him that way. And uh, he's a man about town, so... Um, y'all make friends with SVG. What's up, Homo Astros fan? What's up, Joel? Uh, Cisco, how are you, buddy? How are you? <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> the rant got me, uh, <coughs> got me all flustered. Hey, Jen. Hi, uh, Jen. How are you, boss? Good to see you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. Uh, who else? Jado, Brian Pettis. Let's go. I think we got everybody. Go pack. Go, Brent. Uh, go Falcons, baby. Get me Stiff Ritter. Tony said my nickname is ironic. Hmm. Uh okay, I think I got everybody. So did did J Do Dorier? Okay, so there it is. So I was close. I was close. I was saying John Dory. I just wasn't adding the A to the end. So it's John Dorier. I liked my way better. Well, I like, I mean, I know that's your name and that's, you've pronounced that your whole life and your whole family pronounces it that way. But I mean, have you thought about maybe just asking them, can y'all go by Dory? Okay. Well, I'll do either Jado or I'll try to remember Dory A, but after three years, it's, it's kind of ingrained in the old noggin. So we'll just go Jado. Okay. We'll go Jado. No, it's not Derriere Cisco. I like that. Cisco said derriere, and he's like, yeah, I have been called an ass before. So, Jado said, yeah, and uh, they get it right. That pronunciation sounds meter. What? That that pronunciation sounds meter. Dorier. Hello. My name is Jean Dorier. I prefer to measure everything with metric. Uh, I have entered the talk shit and eat jalapeno ranch ruffles and I'm all out of what's up Clarence no you couldn't be here on your birthday how are you buddy Clarence said I have entered to talk shit 
and eat jalapeno ranch ruffles, and I'm all out of ruffles. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's Is there such a thing as jalapeno ranch ruffles? I would, Nora might like those. I think I would like them, though. Those sound delicious. All right. Oh, uh, we got a shoe check. Brad Pettit. Oh, I'm so glad you did a shoe check because after yesterday's uh, methodical ass whooping, I say methodical because, you know, it was back and forth. They were plotting and uh, playing it close to the vest and did what they had to do at the end of the game to win. So I decided, you know what? It's time to rep the H, baby. Time to rep them boys. So uh, I'm wearing my uh, H-Town DJ Screw Air Maxes. There's the there's the screw on the back. What? And then they got uh, they got a HOU on the on the tag. They got a HOU inside. And uh, there was one other. Uh, but this is like the Houston collection, the Houston edition. They have orange, like Astros colors of these two, but everybody got those. And I was like, nah, fam. Uh, they got the little purple uh, lace tips thing. So yeah, this is what I'm rocking with the gray, uh, with the gray all over. So oh, it's got the H O U right there. There it is, in the in the the thing. You can't really see it, but right there, H O U. If you look close. So there you go. <clears throat> That's what I'm rocking today. Plus, I owed you a better uh, sh- shoe selection. Because I wore them lames yesterday. Yo, P-Ran Dizzle! How did I miss that? Heck yeah. Patrick Randall just subscribed for 15 months. Oh my God, he just gave out five gifts and subs. Holy shit. We're at 69. I like, oh, we're at 71 now. Nice. Heck yeah. I thought we were stuck on 69. <laughs> Could be worse things being stuck in 69. Oh, dude. P. Rain Dizzle, my guy. Sir, I salute you. Pat's Plant, y'all check it out uh, for all your plant needs. That's so weak when people do that. Like, come up with something better. If you want the best plants from the best dude, uh, Pat's Plants. That's, that's the go-to. P. Randizzle, um, not only does his wife have a, a business that delivers, like it makes flowers and stuff for weddings, but pa, uh, P. Randizzle has Pat's plants, and it's awesome. Uh, and if you need any kind of plants, man, maybe you want to do a plant instead of a, uh, instead of a, what's it called? A uh, 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 flowers for a funeral or something like that. Get them a plant. It lasts longer. Flowers die just like the person that died. Uh, get them a plant. They need something li- alive in their life. They just lost somebody. You are B. Randizzle is a very generous uh, person. Very generous. Very kind. A lot of the deckheads are. The show doesn't exist without the kindness and generosity of a bunch of deckheads. So, and I love this. Jen's like, oh my god, the side eyes. And I got, I got, I, I bet I know why. Because I'm gonna go look and see who all P. Randizzle. He gave the five gifted subs. Look at that. That's. It looks like I do heroin. That's from the yard work. Um, P. Randizzle gave out five gifted subs to the community, and when you do that, they just go to random people that aren't subscribed but are watching. So let's see what five names aren't subscribed but are watching, and who Jen is calling out with her. Uh, chat message that says, oh my God, all the side eyes. Here we go. We got five. We got Joey428. Oh no, he resubscribed. What the hell? That was, <laughs> that's the wrong window. All right, Pete Randizzle gave out five gifted subs. You're here for the wave. I got a gifted sub. Homo Astros fan. Charles G979. Charles, is that like the box? 
Uh, Amos got a sub and Chris Day got a sub. Thank you, P. Red Dizzle. Much appreciated, sir. Uh, let's see who else. DJ Maddie said, "Was this you sell milkweed plants?" I don't. I don't think he does that. I don't think he does that. I don't think that's the case. Uh, it's National Wine and Cheese Day. Too hoity-toity for me. I'll stick with Fireball and Jerky. There you go. <clears throat> there you go. I dig that. Uh, Pete Randizzo, clip that and use it for commercials. Buy them a plant because flowers die like the person. There you go. See? You're welcome. You just got your social media. You just, there you go. That's for social media. Hey, what's up? Nicholas, good to see you. NFL better watch out. Aaron Rodgers is the next Brett Favre. Next stop, retirement. Then after that, Minnesota to replace Cousins. Well, welcome to the show. Um, is that your first time here? Let me see. Nope, Nicholas has been here before. I don't see a first-time chatter for him, so that's good. I mean, yeah, that's kind of the the thing, right? We've all kind of talked about the fact that Rodgers going to the Jets was pretty ironic considering the path that Favre took. But until Aaron starts sending out penis pics, I'm not going to call him the next Brett Favre. No way. Uh, one of those gifted sub-recipients should get a timeout. Who? Who? I don't know. Uh, P. Ray Dizzle said, laughing my ass off wine. B. Lamb has supported me since the Electric Avenue days. Yeah, facts. Facts on facts on facts. And you've supported me since then, too. Uh, all right. <laughs> Cisco said, you like that joke? You can use that. Yeah, that's that's kind of true. Uh, all right, let's do some sports headlines because we got a bunch of crazy shit going on in the sports world. Let's talk about it. And then we're going to get into, uh, obviously, get into Astros and uh, Rangers. And there's another series going on that a lot of people aren't talking about. No, Crystal, I love you to death, sweetie. Crystal comes in at 2.38 and goes, first. I love you, Crystal. All right, here we go. Sports headlines. Boom. All right, sports headlines for the day. Some crazy sports headlines. Bronny James suffered cardiac arrest yesterday. Collapsed. Uh, was rushed to the hospital. Was in ICU. They say he is now out of ICU. But I tell you what, that's really scary. And, I mean, that's scary enough for it to happen to anybody's kid. <clears throat> um. But you don't kind of, I mean, you kind of don't, for whatever reason in our minds, we don't equate a lot of times these athletes and, you know, actors and celebrities, you know, me me included. We don't, uh, we don't equate them to being human, right? I mean, they're just, they're just, we see them on TV, we see them in arenas and it doesn't register that. They're vulnerable and they're human beings. Also, my eyebrows stink now. God damn. That was awful. Why did I do that? I should dab a little fireball on there. Goodness. Um, so, I mean, it's jarring when you see, you're like, what? Anytime it happens, much less uh, to a kid. So, very sad news, uh, but this is the quote on ESPN. <clears throat> it says, uh, yesterday while practicing, Bronny James suffered a cardiac arrest. And this was a James family spokesperson that sent this out. Um, medical staff was able to treat Bronny and take him to the hospital. He is now in stable condition and no longer in ICU. We ask for respect and privacy for the James family and will update media when there is more information. Really scary times. Um, LeBron and Savannah wish to publicly send their deepest thanks and appreciation to the USC medical and athletic staff for their incredible work and dedication to the safety of their athletes. So... 
You'll recall, uh, and this this mentions it, uh, but uh, Demar Hamlin um, has resumed his career after the same thing, suffering cardiac arrest on the field during Monday Night Football. And uh, he tweeted out and he says, prayers to Bronny and the James family as well. Here for you guys, just like you have been for my entire process. Just for me for my entire process. So, 18 years old. 18 years old. He's a freshman at USC. Um, That's crazy. That's crazy. Now, speaking of crazy, you know, we can't just get a get a story like that. <coughs> excuse me. And then be like, oh, that's awful. That's so sad. That's terrible. T's and P's. Uh, you know, and a lot of us will do that. We'll be T's and P's and keeping it moving because we're so self-centered and self-absorbed that it's whatever. But then there's always one or two assholes that have to get on social media and be like, Ronnie James, 18, and had a heart attack. <clears throat> I think we all know the real reason. Let's just come out and say it. I'll say it. You know what it is. Like this one dude I literally saw, he goes, I think we all know what the real reason is. I'm tired of being quiet about it, so I'll just say it. We all know what it is. Okay, well, first of all, you, you didn't say it. You said you were going to say it, but you didn't say it. Well, you didn't say it, but you said you would you're sick of it and what he was implying and based on the thread that i read um he was implying it was the covid vaccine that he's like all these people um are 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 dropping out and it's got to be covid and i'm like look okay well first of all um it's reckless to assume that it is now we don't know if it is or if it isn't we don't know. We don't know what caused it. I see uh, Nicholas said, do you think maybe drugs? I really don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, I have no idea. <laughs> P. Randall said, I said something like that, but I didn't say it. I mean, we don't know what it is, and I think that it is reckless, and it is uh, haphazard to just say, ah, oh, it's the COVID vaccine. I mean, you don't know that. And then this is how things kind of get going and, and people start to, you know, it's just it, let the doctors and everybody figure that out. Because listen, there's got to be enough research. There's got to be enough things done, enough scientific work done, uh, medical research done to say definitively, yeah, th- this is being caused by X, Y, Z. <clears throat> whatever it is, global warming, the vaccine, um, stuff in our food that we feed our kids. Like it could be anything. Um, but we don't know, right? So I think it's just reckless to assume. It's just reckless to throw out theories. I mean, we're talking about an 18-year-old kid's life. And then all that guy wanted to do was be like, it's the goddamn vaccine. Well, what about all the people that have had it that that didn't happen to? I mean, you know, sometimes shit just happens. Medical stuff happens. There are people that are having cardiac arrest all over this country that aren't vaccinated. So it's just in my, and and again, I'm not taking a stance and saying that the vaccine is safe and that it didn't cause this. What I'm saying is we really don't know yet. And I'm not going to read, you know, like bluestate.com or redaffair.com and get my information from there. I'd rather read some sort of medical journal or something like that. And, and again, Steven, that's the other thing. I mean, dude, it could have been genetic. It could have been something freak. Yeah, Tony, it's climate change. So that's what I'm saying. Again, it's just, I know you're saying that tongue in cheek. I mean, we don't know. It could be anything. I mean, for God's sakes, you guys, 
Friday, I was in the ER for this because I couldn't breathe. And my first thought wasn't, ah, oh, I shouldn't have got the COVID vaccine and damn you global warming. It was like, fuck, I can't breathe. What's wrong? Let's find out. I mean, could it have been from COVID? We don't know. if You know what I mean? Like, you don't know. We just don't know. So don't be that guy or that gal on Twitter that's being reckless and just throwing out wild accusations and assumptions. You just stoke the flames of stupidity when you do that. (laughs) Exactly, Amos. We don't even know if he's vaccinated or not. You don't know. Uh, What Jets say? Don't spread rumors until you know the facts. And then spread rumors. No way. I mean, it's actually a pretty good motto to live by. Don't go around spread rumors until you have all the facts, and then you spread the rumors. No? Okay. That's, I mean, fair enough. That's fine. All right, uh, moving on. Jalen Brown. Uh, Flip said, what are y'all on your 12th booster shot? I think I have four. <coughs> I <don't, coughs> excuse me. And I still got COVID. That's what I was telling Nora. I was like, fuck. I couldn't imagine if I didn't have the booster shots and the shot and the vaccine and all that and got COVID, what I'd feel like. Because I don't, I mean, it's the same thing like with the flu shot. I wonder if back in the day when the flu shot was invented, like whatever form of, when was the flu shot invented? Let's see. Who, when was the flu shot invented? Let's see. In the 1940s, the U.S. military developed the first approved inactivated vaccine for influenza, which were used during World War II. What if in 1940, they were like, all right, everybody's got influenza. We got to get you a vaccine. And then people were like all on the telegraph and uh, what else? Sending Western unions. Like, this is bullshit. This is the government controlling us. I'm not going to take it. Did you see Phil passed out next to a horse? I think that was this flu vaccine. This is bullshit. It's probably the case. It was new. It was different. Right? I get a flu shot all the time. Don't think twice about it. Yeah, give me that flu vax. I don't want the fucking flu. And if I do get the flu, I don't want to feel like I'm dying from it. Because the flu is crazy bad. So, I, I, in my mind, I reconcile this as, eh. You know, and, and what's what's funny to me, and, and I'm not trying to get too political on this, but when, when this stuff came out, uh, everyone was like, it's just, COVID is it's just the flu. And then a lot of like medical people were like, well, it's really worse than the flu, but okay. I mean, some of the symptoms are similar, but just because you're not bleeding from your eyes. Uh, but then everybody was like, it's just the flu. Okay, well, I mean, we all get flu vaccines and no one seems to give a shit about that. Why would you give a shit about a COVID vaccine? Well, hold on now. I mean, if it's just the flu, then get your flu shot. Flips it, I get a flu shot every four years. Do you get the COVID vaccine? Did you get that? Because it didn't. You said y'all when you said it. <sighs> I got the flu shot one time, was out for a week, never took it again. I've been fortunate. No. Well, some people do get sick. But I get my flu shot. I also live with a nurse. So, yeah, of course I have to, you know, get that shit. They're all like, uh, they're like that with live virus vaccines saying it causes autism. Yeah, I know. Jenny McCarthy and folks like that. I get it. And, and and again, I don't know if it does or doesn't, and neither do they. That's the thing is I don't think these folks are getting their information from qualified medical personnel. But that's just me. 
I'm not, you know, I'm not saying Jenny McCarthy is right or wrong. I'm not saying whatever. Barbie groomed him to have cardiac arrest. I don't, what does that mean? What the fuck? I don't even know what that means, Cisco. I got three booster shots. Yeah, I think I'm on, I got the shot plus three boosters, so I'm on like four. And there's nothing wrong with me. So, you know. Everything's cool. So go get go. Uh, it takes two weeks for the flu shot to kick in. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Now I'm not going to start reading shit about Trump. All right. Here we go. Jalen Brown gets five years. $304 million. He gets a Supermax extension from the uh, Boston Celtics. And he's it's the richest contract in NBA history. Congratulations, Jalen Brown. See, this is the problem with the NBA. Mediocre dudes. I mean, okay, Jalen Brown's not mediocre. He's not mid. Jalen Brown is good. Is he great? Is he a superstar? When you think of the five best players on the planet, does Jalen Brown get argued about? I mean, but he's the highest paid in the world. He's the highest paid basketball player in the world. Well, I should say, he signed the richest basketball contract in history. Is Jalen Brown better than Jokic? Is Jalen Brown better than Joel Embiid? Is Jalen Brown in the stratosphere with LeBron? He might not even be better than Jason Tatum. But this is the problem with the way the NBA is structured. When you get these Supermax deals and these dudes qualify for them, they get paid like they're the best players on the planet. So, not James Brown. Jalen Brown. <coughs> it's ridiculous. It's, it's stupid money. Where I, I wanted to look this up. I guess we could look it up live. You're looking it up live, folks. Let's see. Um, let's look up stats. Let's look up where Jalen Brown ranked. Look at that. Celtics Brown lands richest deal in NBA history. It says <coughs> a five-year, three hundred four million dollars supermax contract extension. Brown and his agent, blah blah blah. Uh, Brown's deal exceeds two-time MVP Nikola Jokic's two hundred seventy-six million dollars extension with the Nuggets, an increase based on the rise in the salary cap and league revenue. And therein lies the problem. Here's what I think NBA managers and agents should do. All right. Jokic's team should have said, we're going to sign a $276 million extension with you. But for the next five years, if the salary cap goes up, if league revenue goes up, if a Supermax deal goes up, we want that written in. That we automatically get grandfathered into whatever Supermax that would be. And I know that that's not possible because that's not how a Supermax extension works. But it's got to change. Because you can't have dudes running around like Nikola Jokic being the second, pay, second, third highest paid player in the NBA when they're the best. Jalen Brown's not the top five players. I think. Let's look at stats. Let's see here. Uh, stats. <coughs> Excuse me. God, why am I coughing so much? Postseason. Nah. Uh, we'll do regular season. We'll do complete leaders. Here you go. Points per game. Let's see. Where does Jalen Brown rank? I know it was 26-something. There you go. 13. 
right there. Jalen Brown, 13, 13th in the NBA. But he's now the highest paid. He makes more than Joel Embiid. He makes more than Luka. He makes more than Dame, SGA, Giannis, Tatum, Steph, Kevin Durant, LeBron. I mean, dude, it, it's amazing to me, right? Uh, let's see. Assists per game. Where is my guy at? He is, woof. Let's see. Hold on. Let's find him and see how much some of these categories. Because that's he's a scorer first and foremost. He shoots 50% from the field. Steven Leonard, guy. Thank you for the 20 minutes, buddy. <coughs> uh, let's see. Jalen Brown shoots 33% from three-point range. That's not spectacular. Kyrie shoots almost 38. Uh, Devin Booker, 35. Donovan Mitchell, 38. Durant and Steph shoot 40%. So, so the, the 33 is not great. Uh, let's see, 76% from the free throw line. That's pedestrian. Rebound, seven. Mm, eh, mm. I mean, it's not bad, but it ain't great. Uh, assists per game, three and a half. What? Okay. Steals, 1.1. Blocks, 0.5. I mean, like, this dude does, he scores. He's a top 15 scorer in the NBA. Supermax extension. It's It's unbelievable. <sighs> Uh, he's one of two reasons Boston has been in the conference finals uh, the last few years. Right. Yeah. How many rings did that translate into? And he's not even the best player on his team. So you can say he's one of two, but that's kind of reaching, right? I mean, we all know that that's Jason Tatum's team. Jason Tatum is the man on that team. Yet he's somehow making more. And listen, again, I'm not saying that Jalen Brown doesn't deserve his flowers. I'm not saying he's not a, a, a good to great player. Obviously, he's a top 15 player in the NBA for sure. But to be able to finesse the game because of the way that the collective bargaining agreement is, is structured and allows somebody who is 13th in scoring and mid at everything else. Defensively, he's really good. But he's mid at everything else. It just seems wrong to me. It just seems wrong. Steven the Weather Guy, along with his 20 bets, said, why wouldn't these top NBA players sign two-year deals so they can keep up with the rise of these contract amounts? Because the only way you get that... Hey, what's up, Catfish? Good to see you, buddy. The only way you get that kind of money is through a Supermax extension. So it's almost like... I mean, it's almost like slotted, right? Like, there's a salary cap in that this is the most you can get as an extension in the NBA, regardless of who you are. So if LeBron and Steph and uh, Jokic and Doncic all qualify at the same time for the Supermax, I'm 99% sure they all kind of get the same amount of money. So uh, he's officially on defense. You know, everything in basketball isn't on the stat sheet. Uh, yeah, and it ain't over. It ain't our money. Why do we care? Amos, why are you being a part? Amos, bro, why are you showing up to the barbecue with raisins in your potato salad? Stop acting like a white woman. This meeting to mind your own business. My name is Amos, and I will not tolerate you talking about other people's salaries. No. It's fucking sports talk, Amos. It's what we do. Amos, from now on, every single time 
Money comes up. I need you to say, it ain't our money. Why do we care? Every goddamn time. You can't just selectively do that. You're not allowed to do that, Amos. Can't do that. It's sports talk. This is what we talk about. We talk about sports. We talk about money. Part of sports is money. Money is sports. Sports is money. So when dudes like me are filling out a rundown and we're like, I got to get, I got to get shit into the rundown to talk about, guess what? We're going to talk about Jalen Brown being overpaid and Amos, I'm going to look you dead ass in your white woman eyes, black man. If you, you're going to look me in this, this chat window, this, this, you're going to look me into this streaming camera thing, this Twitch thing. You're going to look me in these eyes and tell me you don't think Jalen Brown just got overpaid. Look me in the eyes, Amos. Tell me. You're going to lie to my face like every white woman? Is that what you're going to do? Jalen Brown's overpaid, Amos, and there's nothing you can do about it, okay? <sighs> Yo, what's up, Jim Sports? 15 months? Oh, my God. This is for the medical bills. Good to see you, bud. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate you, buddy. Amos said, no, please don't make me. <laughs> please don't make me. No. Look at that. Look at that. Look at this white woman right here. Look at this white woman. You see that white woman right there? Look at her. You guys, this is not okay. Why are you pocket watching Mr. Brown? It's fucking sports talk. It's what we do. But he is overpaid. Jalen Brown is overpaid. And that's ridiculous. So I don't care what you say. You can't change my mind. Don't use your white woman voodoo on me, Amos. All right, sources are saying that Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh is facing a four-game suspension uh, for level one. (gasps) Level one? That's right, chat. Level one violations, recruiting violations that occurred during COVID. Well, at least the uh, NCAA didn't, you know, fart around and take too long. And here's the thing. They're negotiating right now, which, first of all, I kind of feel like if you've got reason to suspend, why is there a negotiation? Here's the violations. This is where you screwed up. According to the laws and the rule book of the NCAA, this is what your crime deserves as punishment. End of story. There's no negotiating here. Well, now, but what if, what if, what if he gets a vaccine? Can he do it then? Like, no, none of that. No. You don't get to negotiate. He screwed up. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Jim just sent over 69. I like it. Thank you for the bids. Actually, this is for medical bills. Apparently didn't go through like normal. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, I know. You resubscribed. That's good, too. Hell. Uh, Steven says, so he's suspended for the preseason games. That was my second point. First point is, why are we negotiating about a suspension? You screwed up, Harbaugh. You made mistakes. That's okay. Everybody does. But here's the punishment for your violations, your level one, DEFCON one, uh, you broke the law punishment, right? But instead, they're negotiating. And then they showed uh, the the schedule, the games that he would miss. It's, it's, a, it's a goddamn Travis Shamockery. Let's go look at... Oh, 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 duh, oh, oh, man. Here you go, folks. Here's the games that Jim Harbaugh and Michigan, where Jim Harbaugh wouldn't be able to coach. East Carolina, 
UNLV, I didn't even know they had football. I thought it was just basketball, and uh, and they had like a pro gambling team. Maybe a pro, I don't know, escort team. Uh, East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green. <gasps> what? And Rutgers. I don't know. I, well, 0-4. That really sucks. Michigan's going to start 0-4 because Jim Harbaugh's not allowed to be the head coach for those four weeks of bullshit, weak-ass scheduling games. Here's what I think they should do, NCAA. This is what you should do. Listen to me and listen good. I'm really overusing the Zoom button today. I think you should allow Ohio State to pick the four games. Huh? From now on, if there's just bake this into the rule book. Bake it into the rule book. If a team commits a recruiting violation. That ends up being a level one recruiting violation, which is the most severe. Their biggest rival gets to pick the four games that the head coach is suspended. You're welcome, football fans. I think Ohio State should be like, okay, um, our game, Michigan State, and uh, uh, I don't know who else in the Big Ten is a threat. Uh, let's see, NCAA football. No, we don't want recruiting. Uh, let's see, here we go. Teams. Um, where we go? Where's Michigan? Where's where's be a Michigan, not a Michigan? Uh, let's see. Here we go. Schedule. Here's their schedule. Let's uh, let's pull this up here. Whoop. So he's gonna miss East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Green, and Rutgers, right? And somebody just said, uh. <laughs> Jen said we already own them, so why not? <clears throat> if you're having fun with the Zoom button, have at it. Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Rutgers minus 110 versus Michigan now. Is that? That's a lie. You're a damn lie, Jim on sports. Get out of here with your damn lies. Yeah, I don't even see a spread yet. That would be funny, though. Um. Yeah, so I think, yeah, Nebraska, Minnesota... I think Ohio State should get to pick. Oh, here you go. Yeah, Penn State. Duh. There you go. My bad. I'm not a big Big Ten guy. Minnesota. See, I was even going to suggest, yeah, Minnesota uh, or Nebraska. Because Nebraska every year is supposed to be good. But eh, the Blackshirt defense is more beige uh, as of late. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Ohio State can say, all right, Harbaugh's got to miss. State. Both state games, Penn State, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Jim said Minnesota. Okay, that, that, that's fair enough. What was uh, what was the Big Ten standings last year? Let's see. Standings. Uh, all conferences. We'll go Big Ten. There you go. So there was the best teams in the Big Ten uh, last year. Let's see. We want 2022. Yeah, there you go. Penn State. Minnesota was... I mean, Minnesota was five and four. Let's see, Purdue was six and three. Nebraska is such a shithole. So yeah, you can just you get to pick those, and and you don't get to you don't you, you don't have to tell them until the week two weeks before. How about that, huh? Because if they know, then they can plan and uh, nope, surprise. Uh, full disclosure: Minnesota stinks, and there's no Michigan rivalry. Uh, Ohio State is a Michigan rivalry. Penn State? What are you talking about? 
I love telling <laughs> Dick really said I love telling Michigan alumni that Lori Lightfoot is a Wolverine. I don't even know who that is. Yo, what's up, Christopher Mina? Good to see you, buddy. Hey, you're never tardy if you're here, okay? If you're here, you're family. That's an Olive Garden thing. And I've, I'll tell you why I have Olive Garden on the mind in just a second. Let's get to our last sports headline here. Saquon Barkley has signed a new deal. Well, it's kind of his new deal. It's his one-year franchise tag. But uh, it is <coughs> it's what they call a modified uh, franchise tag. So it's Oh, no, sorry. An adjusted franchise tag. It was worth about $11 million because of incentives that were added. So... If he rushes for 1,350 yards and they get a playoff berth, 11 touchdowns and 65 receptions, then he gets an extra like million dollars or something like $909,000. So um, what they didn't get that Saquon and his team were hoping to get was a an exclusion from being franchised next year, which you could get negotiated into the deal. So in other words, you would sign the franchise tag deal this year as is, but then you say, I couldn't be franchise. You can't franchise tag me next year. So I'll play with you one more year until we can get it figured out. So. No, he didn't get that. Giants were playing hardball. And it, I, you know, I find it interesting. Um, and, and I'm with you, uh, Flip. Boy, it sucks to be a running back. It's crazy how this league has flipped. No pun intended. I mean, this league has taken a 180-degree turn to what it used to be in the NFL, where it was a run first, three clouds and a dust. The only way you were winning was with a top running back. And now running backs are looked at like they're tight ends. Eh, we can get by without it. Whatever. <clears throat> but I think when you have one, you a good one, that's where you take your advantage. You know what I mean? Like, when you see some teams who excel, like the Titans, for example, and don't tell Titan Hugo I said this, which he didn't even show up anymore. I don't even see Titan Hugo in the chat anymore. That makes me sad, by the way. I mean, not that he chatted a lot, but he's never here. Titan Hugo hates me. <laughs> I'm going to ugly cry. What's up, free mustache rides? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, hey, Barry, glad I could join all of you in the chat today. I'm glad you could be here as well. Thank you very much. Um, but I think, uh, oh, is he? Well, thanks, Jen. I think that when you look at somebody like the Titans, they, what talent did the Titans have? I mean, look at their quarterback, first and foremost. They had a hell of a defense and Derrick Henry. And the Titans have been making waves and doing their thing. Yeah, he was here yesterday. Okay. He was active. I know he's active on the Discord, only when it's to post something about the Titans. Uniform shit lately. Dickhead. Um, but, but yeah, I'm glad to be here and alive. Fidel, I'm glad you're here and alive as well. But that was the thing. Like, I think when everybody goes, you know, one way, if you happen to have an advantage, you take advantage of that the other way, right? For example, it's pass happy league. But if you have a stellar defense and a good running back, then you you play to your strengths there. And that's that's been somewhat effective. I don't think you're gonna win a Super Bowl with that combination, but you gotta lean into it at least, right? I don't know. I don't know. The Giants, I mean, I don't think Saquon Barkley is the answer that gets the Giants to a Super Bowl. 
I definitely don't think that. But I think to Saquon Barkley, I'm, I'm curious what stats were last year for running backs. Let's go. Season leaders. Let's take a gander here. Um, that is regular season 2022 rushing leaders. Saquon was fourth with the 1,300 yards. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, uh, Saquon Barkley, and Miles Sanders. Um, but let's look at, you know what I'm disappointed in in football? There's no equivalent of war, unless I just don't know about it. In baseball, we have war, we have O-war, D-war, R-war, R-R-war, whatever. War plus, O-war, war plus, all this bullshit. And in basketball, you had P-E-R, which I think they moved away from that somewhat, but at least you had like this a, a quantitative stat that gave a value to a player. And the best player in the league had the highest number. We don't have that in football. It's bullshit. <clears throat> Somebody, one of you nerds needs to come up with one. Big Boss said, Clarence said, holy crap, is this BOD 2021? Why? Oh, because Fidel's here? Um, But like, okay, here you go. So Saquon had... 1,300 yards rushing, good for fourth. 295 attempts, so they were pretty pass-happy. That's the, that's the lowest. He averaged 4.4 carry. He had 10 touchdowns, uh, one fumble. That's not bad. Averaged 82 yards a game. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's see his receiving yards. Okay, that's – I just want to see uh, – I mean, let's, let's go here. Um, where's his steady stats? Twenty twenty-two. Damn it. Oh uh, yeah, regular season. That took me to the Giants. See, I just want last year's rushing and receiving. I guess I gotta do game log. Yeah, okay. There's his receiving yard. Three hundred and thirty-eight receiving yards, targeted seventy-six times. So he touched the ball roughly three hundred and seventy-five times. Had zero receiving touchdowns. Uh, all that, he had one fumble uh, and 10 total touchdowns. What was that? That other one said nine. Hmm. Nonetheless, I mean, and that's, get your franchise. So, I don't know. It sucks. Yo, what's up? My kitchen is dirty. <laughs> Good to see you, buddy. Greetings, Lord Betty. First of his name, sir. Welcome, sir. Thank you. <coughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, when was the last time they did the collective bargaining agreement? They should have addressed the initial contract for running backs. They won't. The owners just, they've got the players over a barrel. It sucks. All right, so there's your sports headlines for the day. Now that we've done almost damn near an hour of sports. So I don't need none of you mamby pamby whiny baby bitches to be all like, you didn't talk sports today. You didn't talk sports. Well, I just did. And now uh, we're going to talk food. Oh my God. Let me tell you something. <sighs> last night, last night, um, Y'all know I told you yesterday that I was going to start doing some copycat recipe things. I found a copycat recipe to make H-E-B butters tor H-E-B's butter tortillas. 
Hadn't got around to it yet. Probably won't do it tonight. I guess that's really more of like a Saturday afternoon thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no food, Rudy. Look at these chins. Also, that's part of the reason I keep the beard around. Daddy's fat. Uh, didn't make the tortillas yet, Alan. But um, I have a recipe to make uh, Shipley donuts. By the way, if you say Shipley's, you're wrong. Shipley. No S. It's like my grandma used to say Walmart or Kmart and put a K on the end. There's no K at the end of Walmart, nanny. Also, it's not winder. It's window. Get your shit together. Lock it up, old lady. Oh, what? My kitchen is dirty, said apparently H-E-B has a brisket mac. I'm going to be so fat. I'm going to be so fat. Uh, Double Ross said 34th and Ella has an S on Shipley's. Well, they fucked it up. Listen, don't don't make me go to the Shipley Donuts. Don't make me go to their website. And show you, sir, the name, sir. It's in the name, sir. Look, there's the image and the logo right there. Right there. What do you want from me? In that song. What do you want from me? Right there. Look, Shipley. It's even Shipley.com. ShipleyDonuts.com is the name. It's not Shipleys.com. Although I wonder if you put the S, would it take you to Shipley? Did they have to do like me? Because so many of you dumbasses. Nope. Uh oh. Don't. That might be something dirty. We don't want that. God, that looks sexual, doesn't it? Look at all that cream on that hole. What? Um, oh, boudin mac and cheese. Oh, are they just ripping off Kobo? Is that what they're doing? Jeez. Number one store at 34th and Ella. Was that the first one? Uh, double rods? <laughs> when everyone says Kroger's. Yeah, it's not Kroger's. It's Kroger. And it's not Heeb. It's H-E-B. Uh, let's see. Brisket mac and cheese from Kobo's is the way to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, a place in my work called brisket and rice has a brisket fried rice. That sounds good. Uh, I applied for the real estate director position at Shipley. Oh, well, good luck. Jim says, holy hell, that looks pornographic. I know I've seen video. I may have watched one today. that looked like that. Uh, <clears throat> let's go say fuck Kroger. He used to work there. He doesn't like it. Um, all right. Nonetheless, so I have a copycat recipe to make Shipley donuts. Uh, I have a copycat recipe to make uh, H-E-B butter tortillas. I have a a copycat recipe to make uh, Olive Garden's breadsticks. And I have a copycat. Oh, and a copycat recipe to make uh, Shipley uh, uh, kolaches. I love their kolaches. Their bread is just exquisite. So I have all these copycat recipes, uh, and another one that I have, I have the Olive Garden, um, no, no, I'm not, no, no, my kitchen is dirty, no, no, stop that. So I have like two Olive Garden recipes, one to make their breadsticks, and then the other one to make their Alfredo sauce, and I thought, you know what, of all these, the Alfredo sauce is probably the easiest to pull off for dinner after a show. 
So I went to the store yesterday. That's when I told you guys the story that I, I, I had Googled what noodles should I use f- to make fettuccine Alfredo. Okay, shut up, nerds. Anyways, I made the copycat recipe that I got from the president of the Fast Food Secret Club. And oh my God, this shit was spot on. Oh, it was so good, you guys. It smelled like Olive Garden in my house. I expected to walk into the kitchen and see little Hispanic dudes making food. Shitty white waiters with nose rings. Yeah, I'm too good for this job. Shut up, Carl. No, you're not. I used to work at Olive Garden, by the way. I used to work at Olive Garden. Um, I was a bus boy. I was killing it as a bus boy at Olive Garden. (sighs) But I made their Alfredo sauce. Guys, I'm here to tell you. And, And you know what? I started looking at other Alfredo sauce recipes, and I see the difference. I could you can clearly see the difference and it and I think it's the key ingredient. But I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna tell you. You know why? <clears throat> Behan said, Barry, where haven't you worked? A brothel. Um hey, what's up, Ivan? Yes, oh my god. Um that dude uh, Jordan the, the what is he, the president of the fast food secret club? Oh, his his videos are amazing. And so I copied down his the uh, Olive Garden one. Guys, this shit was dead ass on, okay? So what I did for you Patreon members, I put it on the Discord. So if you're a member of Patreon for this fine show, as a way to add added value to your Patreon membership, all you need to do is go to the Discord. Super easy to get to. Uh, It's just the Barry on Deck Discord. Click on the food channel, and you will see it right there. If you're not a member of Patreon, you can absolutely join. You get access to the Discord. Here is what our Discord looks like. You've got show discussions where we talk about the show. You've got general talk, sports talk, memes and videos, music, fantasy, movies, tech. Um, You can talk drinks. You can talk food, health and wellness. If you're going through some shit and just need some moral support, you can get that there. Uh, Lawn talk, pets and animals. All that shit. We got it all. And uh, one of the things I did is I posted in the Food Talk channel the complete recipe for uh, Olive Garden Alfredo sauce. Guys, I'm telling you, it is the bomb. And you don't need a lot of ingredients. And it took... Now, I was grilling chicken and making the noodles and the sauce all at the same time. So if you think ahead, maybe get the grilled chicken done first. By the way, use chicken thighs. Don't use breasts. The breasts get too dry. There's nothing worse than a small, dry breast. Like a medium juicy. Uh, get the thighs. That's what I did. And uh, oh, I'm telling y'all, you gotta, you got to eat it. Okay, you gotta you gotta make this, and then let me know how good it was. It was amazing. Even Nora was like, "Oh my god, this is dead ass on." I was like, "I know." 
And you know how when you go to Olive Garden and you eat the Alfredo and you see some of the butter just like form as the as the sauce slowly thickens in the bowl with the Alfredo and you start to see little remnants of the oil or the butter? Same. Same shit. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, like a meaty, juicy thigh. Yep, connected to a set of balls. I get it, Jim. I get it. Totally understand. Thank you for posting the link to the Patreon, Donna. Um, you should try to get him on the show. Yeah, that means the sauce broke. What? What? What does that mean, the sauce broke? This is good. It's talking about broke. This is good. Amazing. Um... I was a busboy at Chili's for my first job. Now, my first job, I worked at um, Wendy's. And I lied on the application and told them I was 16. But I was just like, I just don't have a driver's license. They were like, bring in your birth certificate. I was like, oh, I was adopted. I don't know where I got it. And because uh, I just I wanted a job at 15. And, and then uh, oh, this microphone was all crooked and shit. And then they found out like six months in. That I was 15 and they were like, oh, you know what? You can't work here. Come back when you're 16. And I told the people at Wendy's, bitch, when I turn 16, I'm getting a real job. And I went and worked at Olive Garden at 16, which I considered to be a real job as opposed to working at Wendy's. I'm trying to think in high school, outside of having like, uh, I did like uh, some carpentry work. I would do like minor rehab stuff, right? On houses and shit like that. Because my mom was a real estate investor who makes a lot of money. Shout out, uh, sir, makes a lot. Um, but I think the jobs I had in high school, I was a male gigolo. Just kidding. I'd be broke. Uh, I worked at Wendy's, Olive Garden, Journey's uh, Shoes, which that's, I made so much money that that occupied a ton of my time. But then they transferred me to Sharpstown and. I finally decided that I like to live more than I like to make money. So I stopped working at Journeys in Sharpstown because it's weird as a 16 and 17 year old to walk to your car and to see a body outlined in chalk next to your car. Well, not the body, but like the chalk or the, the circles where they would mark the bullet holes. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I don't know. About it. I don't know if I want to work here anymore. Um, I worked at Whataburger where my friends, definitely not I, but my friends would steal money out of the safe. Um, uh, I think that was all my high school jobs. At least that I can remember. Oh, oh no. That was when I got out of high school. I was like, there was that food delivery job that I had with that stupid bitch that would eat all the kids food on the way to the elementary school or whatever. It's like stupid bitch. You ate all the snacks. I think I told that story on here. Anywho, get the Olive Garden recipe off the Discord. It's amazeballs. I like them real thick and juicy. Uh, you get free Alfredo, didn't you? Bro, I would go home with just breadsticks just stacked up. I mean, I would just take bags and bags of breadsticks home. Oh, my God. I haven't said he worked at Celebration Station. Okay. I even said I never worked in the food industry in my life. Well, you're missing out. It makes you, you know, having different jobs makes you a well-rounded person, Ivan. 
So, Double Rod said, my 17-year-old son is washing windows in my area, and he and his buddy are averaging 60 bucks an hour. Jeez, that's great. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, when I worked at Journeys, I made good money. I'd make three or $4,000 a month sometimes. I think I averaged, I want to say I averaged 30K a year selling shoes. Yeah. It was pretty dope. All right. Anywho. So I had to tell you about the uh, the Olive Garden sauce. What else is on my list? Oh, uh, the whole Twitter X thing. Let's get to that for a second. And then we're going to get into, I got a really cool football story. Um, and then we'll talk some baseball. We got trade rumors. Uh, we'll talk Astros, Rangers. And uh, we'll talk power rankings and whatever else. What time is it? 3.30? We'll take a break here in a minute, halfway through the show. Then we'll come back and finish up. Uh, I just always thought I'd get fired on the first shitty attitude customer. Well, I mean, there's that. There's that. That was a lot of money back then. Yeah, it was. I know. Bro, I used to make bank selling shoes. <sighs> okay. Um, so I don't understand. I saw an article, in case you didn't know, in case you've been uh, living under a rock. There we go. Twitter has changed its logo right there. You see that? Look, Twitter has changed its logo to what amounts to um, an X. Uh, it's an X. And I, I was like, why? what's going on? Where's the little birdie at? And Elon is slowly trying to get away from the X. Now, I want to go back and remind you guys about something. A lot of you sleeping on Elon's tech skills. If I'm not mistaken, Elon Musk was the inventor of PayPal. Is that right? What's uh, Elon Musk? I'm 99.99% sure he invented PayPal. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> and then eBay bought it for $1.5 billion. And uh, it says, uh, uh, well, here, let's just read his whole wiki. Quickie, Elon Reeve Musk is from Pretoria, Transvaal, South Africa. Uh, he went to the University of Pennsylvania. Okay. Founder, CEO, and chief engineer of SpaceX, CEO and product architect of Tesla, owner, CTO of Twitter, president of the Musk Foundation, founder of Boring Company, X Corp at XAI, co founder of Neuralink, OpenAI, Zip2, X.com, part of PayPal. Uh, but you can see up here, um, let's see, where's the PayPal thing at? There we go. Uh, X.com merged with uh, Confinity in 2000 to form PayPal. So he co-founded X.com, which became PayPal, right? Um, so, so the I mean, the guy knows tech. The startup was acquired by Compaq. Damn, you remember Compaq? That's crazy. Zip2, I remember that. Zip to wow, Elon's a nerd. Uh, but 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 so he knows tech, so he's decided that he wants to move away from Twitter branding and all the Twitter uh, old school Twitter stuff and go to something new. And uh, I, if you don't subscribe to Morning Brew, it is a newsletter that you can get in your email every morning. I subscribe to it because sometimes they'll have really good topics to discuss. Uh, excuse me. Uh, and there was a topic on 
the rebrand of Twitter. And um, it had some really interesting things to say about it, including, and, and this is what it says here. Uh, it says, I'm going to go. Oh, there was a, oh, was it not this article? Where did it go? Well, maybe it wasn't this. But it talked about renaming um, companies that have been renamed. Shit, where was that? Because that was interesting. Let's see. Was this it? Oh, shit. Uh, they talked about the rename. Let's see. Damn it, I need to find it. <laughs> uh, it talked about different names of um, companies. For example, let's see. Uh, Subway used to not be called Subway. Let's see. Subway used to be called Peter's Super Submarines. And then uh, they rebranded it. And renamed it. And there's a ton more like that. Pepsi was like that. Um, I'm trying to find. Uh, yeah, it used to be called Pete's. Peter's Super Submarines. And so that's kind of what they're saying. Like, you know, it's not uncommon for big corporations or names to have undergone a rebrand or a rename or whatever. Um, you know, some don't. But a lot of times, I guess old school companies would start off with a name in the company. Dick's Sporting Goods never got renamed. Um, but, yeah, so it, it's not uncommon. But I just found that fascinating to see some of the old names um, of some of these. And God, and damn it, if I can't find it, I'd have to go back and look at my history now. And that'd just take too long. Um, so. Yeah, Twitter's rebranded to X. I think he's going to get rid of the bird altogether, which, okay. But I wonder if, if he eventually will change the name. It's going to be it's gonna be wait and see. I did notice something else, too. Somebody said that, remember, remember the big hullabaloo? Was it last week or the week before when we all had to go out and get a, a thread account because Zuck and crew started threads? Which was a direct competition with Twitter. They said that usage is like way down. They said that nobody's using it anymore. Uh, already. Let's see. Threads usage. Threads see significant decline in usage, but opportunity for disruption remains. And, and the reason they're seeing that decline, I think, uh, Threads usage drops by half. From the initial surge. And again, I think a lot of it is there's just nothing to do over there. John, uh, my boy John Westling has stayed over there. And he's bitching because he's like, yo, you can't live tweet a game. You can't, you can't live thread a game, I guess. It's boring. And I would agree. And that's where I think Zuck failed. I think you should have had some things baked in other than, oh, look at this new shiny app where you can post things. And that's it. Probably needed to do a little more work. I feel like they could have had uh, a few more opportunities to add some things that were needed, including an edit button. But they didn't. 
Just that I got a Threads account, but I don't feel like figuring it out. And you're not even missing shit, Jen, I promise. Um, and get suspended pretty easy. Well, they're trying not to let it turn into Twitter where it's the Wild West over there. I, God bless. What did I look up the other day? You know how on the right on Twitter you see like, uh, you'll see like what's trending, right? Like right now, Jordan is trending and prayers to Bronny, DeMar Hamlin, Jalen Green, and uh, Kike. Um, the thing is when you click on those, you can go to some stuff and holy shit, there'll be some weird shit going on there because there's porn, there's titties, there's penis. It's just everything. Like, I don't remember what it was that I clicked on. (sighs) There was a topic (coughs) yesterday. I don't remember the topic. And I was like, oh, what is this about? And it was sports related. And like the third tweet was just some dude sucking off another dude. I was like, wait a minute. What does this have to do with the, the silver boot? Is that what this move is called? Is that like a Cleveland steamer? This is the a silver boot. It was jarring. It was jarring. Like, this is not okay. Did you fall for the X videos joke? No. It's a lot of Twitter to mute and block it all. Like, yeah, it's a lot of crap. Donna said it's already too crowded. Scrolling through my timeline and I see 100 people before it posts from a follower. Yeah, that's true. <coughs> I can't even look up thick Latinas without getting porn on Twitter. I know. What does this country come to? I really don't remember what the topic was. I just remember I was like, Oh, well, that's an interesting what's happened. Oh, my God, there's a dude and a dude, and I'm not judging, but I just, I'm at the hospital, and this is not okay. It's not okay. I don't need, even titties would have been inappropriate where I was at. I was sitting on the couch in my dad's IMU room while he's over there struggling to breathe. Now I'm struggling to breathe. I'm like, oh, shit, I... I didn't need to see this dude sucking this dude this early in the morning. This is not okay. Worst part was my stepmom was right here. Right here. Thank God she wasn't looking at my phone, but I was just like, oh my God. Okay, nope. We'll just put that down. Go back to playing SimCity or something. That's awful. Uh, Use lists on Twitter. That way it's only accounts you want to see. Ah, there's a pro tip from the handsome man. Good job, buddy. Scrolling through sports takes a, uh, and coming across that. Yeah. Yeah. A little jarring. And so that's why threads is doing what they're doing, uh, and banning people. They're like, nah, you want to do that? You go over there to the Twitter streets, but this, this neighborhood, we got rules. We got an HOA in the thread hood over there. The Twitter is the wild west. Flips that blame it on the vaccine. Damn! All this sucking and fucking this is the vaccine network. That's what it is. All right, so Twitter did get a rebrand. Just FYI. Um. <laughs> I'm laughing because um I posted on my tw- on my Twitter. Posted a picture. I saw a dude with a a, a club. At the hospital where my dad is. Look at this. 
You know how long it's been since I've seen one of those? <clears throat> like, who's still rolling around with a fucking club that they're attaching to their steering wheel? And then, of course, somebody had to get in there and be like, well, go go in and Google Kia Boys or some bullshit. I was like, no, you're not getting tricking me in any more fucking and sucking. Um, but, I, dude, I hadn't seen a club since high school. And I was just laughing because who was this? Who is that? Steven. Who is that? Who is that? Steven. Naren goes, did he, ha- did he remove the faceplate from his CD player? That's funny. I had a whole pullout radio. I remember when pullout stereos were the shit. You could take the faceplate off. That was later, but it, it originally, if you don't want nobody stealing your radio, you just pulled the whole thing out and took it in with you. Like, it was like that big. I got a fight one time, and I busted some dude in the head with my pullout radio. I got jumped in the Willowbrook Mall parking lot. And uh, it was a long story. Ex-girlfriend, talking shit, came by, brought brought some dudes, brought a current boyfriend. I told him he could go fuck himself. I invited him to come. This is when I worked at Journeys. I said, you can come in, and uh, I'll let you pick out which pair of Doc Martens uh, I'm going to shove up your ass when I beat your fucking ass in the parking lot when I clock out of work. That was not smart. Um, he got his buddies. It was a whole thing. Um, but I fucking, first dude who walked up to me, I clocked him with the radio. Bow! Fucking ruin my radio. God damn it. Who uses one? Someone that has had their shit stolen before that too. Okay, Nick. Well, I think we found out who uses a club amongst the deckheads. Look at Nick getting all defensive in the chat. Hey! What's wrong with using a club, buddy? Huh? I'm just saying, Nick. I mean, do you still like recording your favorite programs on your VCR? That's all I'm asking. <laughs> Nick's out here fighting with technology. Like, I'll be goddamn if I log in on a fiber network. I'll tell you that damn much. I prefer my, my AOL CDs. That's what I prefer. <clears throat> That's what it was, Amos. The Kia Boys. The Kia Boys was still in whole cars with USB cords and iPhones. That's crazy to me. Crazy. It's crazy talk. Remember in Dirty Work, Norm MacDonald switches the men in black film to men in black who like to have sex with each other. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Nick said, no, I know a few folks that still uses one. That's crazy to me, man. That's crazy. It really bothered me that my microphone's crooked. All right, let's take a quick break. I'm going to go pee. It's 340. When we come back, let's talk a little Astros Rangers, shall we? And you know what? I hate to say it. Uh, I know that the series is not still going on. Let me see here, sir. Let me see how it's up. Um, but we just missed a pretty darn good series. Uh, Baltimore and Tampa Bay. Remember how the Rays started off like 100 bajillion and 0? Well, Baltimore just won three out of four, and the games were pretty good. Four to three, three to nothing, six to five, five to three. Baltimore went on the road into Tampa and took three of four, and nobody talked about it. If a tree falls in the woods and no one's around to give a shit about Orioles Rays, did the games even happen? Something like that. All right, so we'll talk about Rangers, Astros, 
Um, one of the Rangers' big acquisitions at the trade deadline. Struggle busting already. Got, got. Chazzy Fizzle got him. <coughs> and we can even talk about trade rumors and how someone told me I was a fucking idiot because I would trade, trade Chaz McCormick in a heartbeat. All right. But we can talk about all that and more right after this break. I'm going to go pee. I'm going to go pee. I'm going to get a Diet Coke. You guys, I don't know what y'all do during the break. You can, you know, go pee, go poop, smoke a bowl, whatever it is you do. I didn't do it last time. I forgot. Uh, so we're going to sit on the corner and do some dope while I'm gone. And uh, and then when I get back, we'll continue. Trade them all, Dick Willie says. Yeah, for that trade rumor that Schwab um, busted out. What was it? Uh, it was uh, Robert and... Uh, Dylan Cease. We'll discuss. All right, stick around. We got plenty more show to go. Really big show. Lots of good fun times. Uh, stick around. This is Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinick. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this. I got your bitch. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting down the goddamn corner doing dope. Sitting, sitting
Hey, welcome back to the uh, second half of Barry on Deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that did not, can go have sex with yourself. All right, let's talk a little Astros Rangers. Uh, let me pull up the old box score. Um, I obviously, if you were here for the beginning of the show, I kind of went off on a little ranty rant uh, about the whistling asshole occupying somewhere in the outfield. Dick Willie said the Rangers have scored 94 more runs than the Astros. Every player whose name starts with an M. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, let me close that there. Damn it. Stop playing. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm aware. Yeah. Where's total Dallas at? Oh, imagine that total Dallas hiding from the, uh, from the, uh, the old L that they took. Yeah. There's your, there's your plus minus. I, we get that Dick Willie. Um, you know, the Astros haven't made their trade deadline moves yet. We don't know who they're going to go get. Uh, the Astros haven't had Jordan Alvarez and started the season without, um, uh, Altuve. This isn't the same Astros team that you'll see end the year. And in fact, they're obviously trending in the right direction. Both teams seven and three over their last 10, though. With the win yesterday, Astros move within two games of the Rangers and catching the Rangers for first place in the West. Here's the deal, folks. The Astros cannot, absolutely cannot afford to split the next two games. In my opinion, you have got, because you go in and you win two out of three, and it's really you're only gaining a game. You know what I mean? Like you you win one and then you lose one. You're right back to where you started. And then you win the third game of a three-game series. And um, there's that. But so I, I – now, is it – you know, there's still plenty of games left. There's still plenty of time left. I think what you want to do is kind of step on their throat, though. Step on their neck. You got to win all three of these. Uh, hold on, Skedge. <sighs> when do they play again? They've got um, they've got these three, and then they play again uh, September four, five, and six, and that's it. So I you you've got to you've got to you absolutely have to stop with the videos for fuck's sake, ESPN. God damn it. Jesus Christ, they just autoplay the bullshit. If I wanted to watch the video, I'd push play, you fucking assholes. Leave me alone. And also, every goddamn website on the internet that you have a pop-up blocker. No shit, bitch. Because I don't want to see your stupid-ass ads and your pop-ups. Fuck. I'm sorry, I blacked out again. What happened? Uh, Steven the Weather Guy. Thank you for the 69. I like it. Steven, the other guy said, uh, this is for Gary Pettis. Send the runner. Oh, yeah. Gary Pettis, all gas, no brakes. I'm here for it. Whatever. Be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. Alan Denson, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Uh, here's your scoring. Now, again, I didn't get to see this because the whistling asshole in the outfield forced me to turn the game off this morning. Uh, I turned it off in the fifth, the fourth inning when it was six to four. I didn't get to see Chaz's, uh, sack fly. I mean, I saw his damn near home run. 
in the first. <clears throat> Boy, that ball should have been out. That should have been a grand salami. Um, instead, they only got two runs out of it. It should have been four. This should have been a bloodbath, not a 10-9 nail-biter. Uh, but apparently, Diaz single to right. Tucker scored. Gary Pettis with the windmill action got uh, Tucker home. Astros get a big win. I mean, this was a big win. This was a team, I felt like. This was a team that needed something good to happen. There was discussion that Jordan Alvarez would be ready to go for this series. We don't know if he's going to play tomorrow or today. I don't know yet. Haven't seen anything. But the Astros needed something positive and, and a big in a big way, and this was it. So, um, yeah, this was. I mean, does this mean they win tonight? No, absolutely not. But this gives them kind of that. Okay, we we can hang with one of the better teams in baseball right now. We know who we are. This is the kind of baseball we're used to playing. This is this is what Astro fan got spoiled with. We were used to as a fan base winning these games. And that really hasn't been the case this year until now. So this is good. Reyes said, no, you aren't on the lineup. Damn it. Um, The Whistler was epic, a true hero. No, Dick Willie. I kind of, oh my God. You make me sick for just for saying that. Fuck that dude. Jesus. Uh, Total Dallas. There he is. There he is. Total Dallas. Sorry, buddy. Oh, that's the wrong one. That was Dick Willie. There we go. I was like, that's a Rockets Texans Astros logo. That's not that's not total Dallas's stupid ass blended logo. Uh <clears throat> Amos said you don't like watching without sound. No, I don't. I like Todd Callis and Jeff Flummer and Julie. Julia Morales. Yeah, I like listening. Uh, Kike Hernandez traded the Astros. What? Let's go to MLB trade rumors right now. MLB trade rumors. I had heard rumblings that, uh, let's see. Yep. Enrique Hernandez. Nope. Dodgers and Red Sox have agreed to trade that will send infielder, outfielder Enrique Hernandez back to Los Angeles. Once again, this is why you don't trust the chat. God damn it, Jeff Bell. The slow white Bronco failed. The Dodgers go. And I was literally just looking up Kike Hernandez because we were looking at, I was looking at something, a draft, I think it was, where the Astros had him for like a hot minute. And uh, I think he's had like, I don't know, he got traded. It was like, it goes back to like when, I don't know, Hunter Pence and all this bullshit, Jake Marisnik. Um, cause I was, I compared Jake Marisnik to Chad McCormick, Chad, I compared Jake Marisnik to Chaz McCormick and people got A mad. Jeff Bell Bronco. Oh! <laughs> oh, Jeff, no, not my buddy Jeff. Oh, damn. Uh, uh, Jeff, buddy. Uh, uh, I'm gonna miss you. Damn, Flip, you did him dirty. <coughs> you did the slow white Bronco dirty. Jeff Bell just got timed out. Uh, mods, did you get him? Yep. Who was it? I know it wasn't CC. Donna. Donna's on it. Usually CC's like, gotcha. Damn. 
Jeff Bell said it's on MLB.com. Let's let's check out MLB.com. MLB.com. Not Astros, just MLB.com, damn it. Let's see. You probably got got. Uh yeah, you're wrong, Jeff Bell. Sorry, Bub. You you swung and you missed over here too. There's MLB.com the front page. 17 players most likely to be traded in the next week. Kike Hernandez returning to Dodgers and trade with Red Sox, says Source. Trevor Story, uh, let's see, what did they, I'm guessing they got nothing. I mean, dude, first of all, Kike Hernandez wasn't having a great year anyways. If you look at his stats, uh, old boy was not doing well. He's got uh, six home runs. He's hitting 222. He's got an OPS of 599. That's paltry. Paltry. Now, he's having a very down year is um, the KK one. KK, do you love me? So, um, ever since he left uh, L.A. I mean, well, he had a really good first year in Boston. Last two have not been so good. Injuries have, have uh, played a part. But uh, yeah, so there you go. There's there's breaking news. He was reading MLD. <laughs> Jeff Bell, he's got the right. I was on BLT.com. Damn it, my bad. Uh, baseball, lettuce, and tomato.com. I, I screwed that all up. Joe, why are you giving the uh, the eyeball thing? The woo woo. Oh, wow, 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 wow. <clears throat> so. Um, but, and I was going to pull this up anyways, and we're going to get back to the Astros now that we got derailed. Cause I was like, Ooh, big Astros news. Nope. Big Dodgers or Red Sox news. No one gives a shit about, by the way, a good source. If you want to keep up with trade rumors for your team, go to MLB not an ad. They don't pay me any money to tell you this. It's just one of my, uh, resources that I use when I'm show prepping and stuff and whatnots. And you can go to your team. So we'll do it for Total Dallas. Let's go to his Texas Rangers. And you'll probably see on here, <coughs> excuse me, um, the Aroldis Chapman rumors, or, or not rumors, but it's also, it's not just rumors, it's also trades that occur. Uh, so I'm sure that the uh, Aroldis Chapman news is in here. Which, by the way, how'd that work out for you, Total Dallas? Huh? How, how did your newest uh, trade acquisition work? Not well, bucko, not well. Right there. Uh, Chapman, one inning, one hit, three Ernie's. Oof, oof, oof. I mean, not like Maton did did good either. But uh, they shut it down. Belak, mm, Belak hurt himself. Belak hurt himself. He, he could have done more. Um, walking a home run, never good. So, um, you know, they were talking about how good he had been too, coming back from after he got sent down. What does this say? Speaking of MLB trade rumors, did you see a tree fell on Jeff passing and he broke his back? No. Damn. Is that true? Are you are you lying? Are you lying? Uh, Jeff passing on Twitter. MLB trade line. What Jeff passing was hearing? That was ten hours ago. 
Jeff Passon loving Dodgers trade package for Shohei Otani. Uh, Passon Toronto Blue Jays popular. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I don't see uh I don't see where a tree a, a tree fell on him. Oh, there we go. It was a tree limb. God damn it, deckheads! This is why I don't listen to the chat. ESPN reporter Jeff Passon says a tree limb fell on him and broke his back. But no, not in the deckhead world. Not in the deckhead world. In the deckhead world, we get false news. We get fake news. We get bullshit headlines. A tree fell on Jeff Passon. It was a branch. Did it back break? Yeah, sure. Okay. It wasn't a whole ass tree. It was a branch. In the, in the world of the deckheads, hey, Kike Hernandez got traded to the Astros for Nolan Ryan and Earl Campbell. What? Fucking what? You guys got to lock it up in the chat. This is why I'm so picky about, I see that message from you, blah, 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 but I'm not going to read it aloud until you give me a verifiable source. And already, within the span of five minutes, I have violated my own rules and made this whole show look like a Travis Sham mockery. It's bullshit. <sighs> anyway, got to go. Got to get ready for number 200. All right, Jim. We'll see you, buddy. Uh, nice little uh, nice little plug there. Appreciate you, homie. Uh, that is real. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of MLB trades. Okay, that's bullshit. Why are we banning Potch? Don't ban Potch. Be nice to Potch. You be nice to Potchy Poo. All right, back to the Astros um, Rangers. Here's the here's the thing I think that's going to... I don't think the Rangers are fading. I think the Rangers are firmly in the playoffs. I don't think you have to worry about that total Dallas. They, the pitching's too good. The offense is phenomenal. Hitting goes cold. I mean, the Astros experienced that early. I think that the... Uh, the, uh, uh, the Rangers are going to experience that late. And I think the difference is going to be pitching, right? Now... <clears throat> that's why I think the Rangers went out and got a roll as Chapman and tried to solidify their bullpen a little bit. But um, I think the one thing that worries me about the Rangers overall, and it's not, it's the lack of experience that they have in the postseason. This run, they're going to be fine. You know, like they're, they'll probably, what, what's the pitching matchup today? Let's see. What? I don't need two of those open. What's the uh, what's the matchup for today? Let's see. Oh, Yuri Rodriguez and JP France. Okay. Mm, that's advantage Astros, I think. I mean, right now, the matchup predictor has it 50-50. What does Vegas say? What does Vegas say from an odds perspective? I'm guessing it's what? Astros favored by one and a half runs at home? Let's go look. Bovada. Why is my microphone way up here? I was, I was smelling it. God, this smells like disgusting breath right now. Jesus, this is awful. Uh, let's see. Bovada. Logan. Man, I got to put some got put some money in my account. Dad is broke. MLB Astros Rangers. Here we go. Yuri Rodriguez. Jonathan France, your boy, your boy nailed it. One and a half runs. Astro favored by one and a half right now. I mean, listen, (laughs) 
<clears throat> they are a minus 139 if you don't money line it. Uh, Rangers at a plus 116. Over under eight and a half runs. Uh, take the over. Yeah, definitely take the over. Eight and a half is the total. They got 19 on the board yesterday. Uh, and that was with, what, Belak and Gray? <sighs> so. Um, <coughs> I definitely take the over on this one, but, and, and the, you know what? The Astros bullpen has not been great either. Astros have had their struggles in the bully as well. So, um, all in all though, I think the Rangers are fine. I think the Astros just for their own sanity, I think they need to sweep the Rangers at least right now. Give them some momentum. And, and that momentum in baseball is way overrated, by the way. That's why I say, I mean, this it, this this game tonight could be 13-8 you know, uh, Rangers. Very easily. This is probably more like, um, I'm going to say 7-5, something like that tonight. It won't be 10-9. But I could see like 7-5 Rangers. And, and, and here's the thing. <clears throat> These are two teams that uh, are familiar with each other in a lot of ways, but there's, there's so much new and young talent that all the shit that happened in 2017 and all that, some of that doesn't matter anymore. I mean, this is a new Rangers team. They've got, a, they've got vets, but those vets don't have a ton of playoff experience. So if I'm a Rangers fan, that's what I'm worried about. But if this is a good, solid core... <sighs> Which I think they're they're pulling kind of rabbits out of the hat. It's more magic and and it's more magic and myth than dynasty type shit. Because I could see the Rangers regressing next year, but this year they they they're pushing all the right buttons. Um, you know, if they can get some good experience this year, they could take another step forward next year and maybe make a deeper playoff run. That's that's usually the formula. I think the Astros are, are, are going to be fine in the regular season, but I will say this. The Astros have got to, they've got to get deeper. This is not a deep team. Jeremy Pena is marred in a horrible sophomore slump. Maldonado is a terrible bat. We know that. But, you know, you still get Jake Myers gets a run out there every now and then, and, um, you know, <clears throat> you don't have Altuve back yet. The lineup will get better. Once you get Jordan and Altuve back, duh, hot take, right? I still think, though, you need one more bat. One more bat that you can rely on. And I'm sorry, chat. I'm not sold on Chaz McCormick yet. I'm not sold on him yet. Is he, is he on a tear, an absolute tear? Yes. But I recall back in the day, and I kind of said this on Twitter, I can remember times when Jake Marisnik would go on a hot streak and everybody was like, oh, there's our future center fielder. This is great. Uh, we just move him to left field or right field with George and blah, 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 blah. And I would always talk about this on the radio. I would always say this. And I firmly believe this could happen to Chaz. Now, maybe it doesn't. I might be wrong. We could be seeing the next Kyle Tucker a budding superstar on the rise. And this isn't like, you know, the opposite of when Bregman came up with all the expectation in the world and slumped the first month and a half of the season and then finally figured it all out. This is a guy who signed with the Astros for $1,000 
and is now all of a sudden the hottest hitter in baseball. The phrase I used to use all the time on radio, I kind of got sick of saying it, but when you talk baseball with delusional Astro fans, you have to keep saying it over and over and over. I fully expect Chaz McCormick to, say it with me, chat, regress to his mean. I expect him to regress to his mean. And what is that? I'm not really sure. Double Ross and Astros need four or five bullpen arms. Yeah. They need a more reliable ace, though. They need a much more reliable ace, I think. See, that's the difference between this team and, and last year's team. Is the bullpen's about the same names, right? They're just they're struggling a little bit. That's okay. But the rotation was so much deeper. Even if you had an injury in the rotation, this year you couldn't fade an injury. And now you've had two of them. And then Javier has faltered. Remember, Javier was a spot starter coming out of the bully. That's how good that rotation was last year because you had JV and Fromber and Arkady and Garcia. And then you get Javier and some other guys and Hunter Brown came up and he impressed and blah, 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 blah. But when you lost one or two, yeah, you could plug in a Hunter Brown and a Christian Javier or maybe get some lucky starts out of a guy like a JP France or whatever. But this year, you just have no depth in that rotation that carried over into the bullpen. This is the first time that I've seen where the Astros don't have a hybrid guy that they can count on for spot starts coming out of the bullpen. Going back, it was Colin McHugh, right? It was Christian Javier. It was uh, Brad Peacock. They They don't have that right now. They don't have that trusted arm that could come in and get you some spot starts. No, it wasn't Colin McHugh. Who was it? Was it Colin McHugh? No, it wasn't Colin McHugh. I can't remember. The, but Brad Peacock was one of them too. But they don't have they don't have that. They've got bullpen guys and they've got starters. And Javier was was the latest in a long line of guys that could go back and forth between bullpen and rotation. It was McHugh. Anyways. You get my point. This is not the same depth. And 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 honestly, that's what happens. When you build a dynasty, guys get paid and leave. That just that's that's how it works. So I'm not upset. I'm not mad. This was expected. This was 100%. You can't pay all of these superstars. When you build a roster like this, I mean it's it's like looking at the Warriors. When you build a roster like this through the draft organically, and you add really good veterans and contracts, but you have this core nucleus of young players that come up, you eventually got to pay all those guys. And there's just not enough money. This is not the Yankees where you can just spend freely. Stephen Cohen doesn't own this team. He owns the Mets. Look where that got him. So you're going to have to let your baby birds fly the coop and leave the nest and figure out how to retool and rebuild. Maybe make some moves with the trade deadline, get some rentals and whatnot. So I think, first and foremost, the number one thing that this team needs to make a deep postseason run and to try to get back to a World Series is a bona fide, another bona fide stud ace. Because then that covers your depth. You can take whoever all these arms are that we're really impressed with. Look how well J.P. France has pitched. Cool. J.P. France can be a starter. 
or middle relief out of the bullpen. You could even go to a to a, an opener instead of a starter with him if you want. I mean, you, you it gives you more flexibility if you slot a guy in front of or right behind Fromber. Now you push Javier down to a three because that's what he's pitching like as of late. Maybe you get Urquidy back in time and he finds the, the magic and the rhythm again. You know you're not getting Garcia back. Hunter Brown can maybe retool and figure some things out as well. But one of those cats or two of those cats, and you can move Belak in there and bounce him back and forth if you like him enough, which I'm not sold on. What's up, Mr. Jones? <clears throat> Who's available for trade? Uh, dude, anybody. Anybody not named uh, Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, or, or, or Alex Bregman, or, or Fromber? I mean, those are, th- there's not, bro, you want to trade Chaz McCormick? Bye. See ya. This is the perfect time to trade Chaz McCormick. <clears throat> this is a perfect time to trade him. I just, listen. I mean, you know, you've got a, 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 another super utility in Mauricio Dubon. He, he picked up the mantle from Aledmus Diaz, who picked it up from uh, Marwin Gonzalez. They just, I don't know how the Astros do it. But they always have man ability. You know, it's they every year you should give out a Billy Spires award for the best utility man on the team. And and it's just they just they continue to do it right. So you've got that flexibility. But I think that you you want to trade one of the two, either Urquidy. You want to trade Hunter Brown. You want to trade. I mean, dude, any of these names, and you guys get so attached to these names. I remember back in the day when people were, when you had the opportunity, there was rumors of the Astros trading Chris Sale, trading for Chris Sale and possibly having to trade Berkman. And, you know, at the time, uh, not Berkman, Bregman, at the time, people were like, ah, there's no way. Well, turns out that was the right answer. But, but we didn't know. If Bregman was going to be able to sustain it, and quite honestly, he was struggling for a while, and he's picking it up again. And yeah, Bregman is a, a guy that I wouldn't trade. He's part of your core and your nucleus. But you can't get attached to some of these dudes. You can't get attached. I mean, Chaz McCormick, in my mind, said it earlier. At some point, he's going to regress to the mean. He's never. He's not going to continue to hit four hundred. That's not possible. He doesn't have that kind of dog in him to sustain this. Come back to me in August and let's see what Chaz's August looks like versus his July. It's going to be markedly different. Hell, he hit one something in what, May, June? Let's look it up. Uh, There we go. Chazzy Fizz. Casey Candell is another good one. Uh, Here's your boy. Here's Chaz. Uh, Splits. He hit 152 in the month of May. 275 in April, a respectable 308 with an 869 OPS in June, and is just absolutely tearing the cover off the ball in July. Six home runs, 20 RBS. I mean, this is an anomaly. Look, 6-20 and 20 with a 1.216 OPS and a 362 average. Let's let just humor me here. But let's uh let's take a gander at last year. Did he ever have this kind of run? Uh, he had four home runs in May and four home runs in July where he hit 269 and 172 with a 675 and a 778 OPS. He had a 1.225 OPS in October, but that was with eight at bats. So we ain't going to freak out about that. 
But this is what I mean about regressing to the mean, guys. This is what I mean. No, no double or no pun intended. Let's go to 2021. His, his rookie campaign. And then again, you can't. His, his month over month averages 160, 235, 250, 250, 333. That was his best month. He had a home run. So again, I don't see a 1.2 OPS. He's hot. There's no denying that. He is absolutely on fire. And it's awesome because it's exactly what the Astros needed right now. They needed someone to have a month like Chaz McCormick is happy, having with no Jordan and no Jose Altuve. Thank God for Chaz McCormick right now, saving the season. But this is not a guy that you go, nope, not trading him. Oh, how is he on defense? Oh, he's great. Great. Do you not recall the, the World Series saving catch he had last year where he banged off the wall and laid there? Amazing. Chaz is a great defender. He's not as good as Jake Myers. But Chaz, put it this way. If I was going to make a comparison flip and I'm not comparing each one individually to each other, so what I'm about to tell you is kind of I'm flashing you back to the Astros of old. Chaz McCormick is George Springer. Jake Myers is Jake Marisnik. In that, Chaz has the better bat, still plays really good defense, but when you needed a defensive replacement, when you needed a sure ass out, you were trotting out Jake Marisnik because of his ability to, you know, you could move Springer to right or left. So that's kind of how it looks, right? Chaz plays good defense, but Jake plays better. But he can't hit. So I, I, I stand by what I said. It's an unbelievable run by Chaz, and I'm super happy for him and the Astros because, boy, oh, boy, did they need it because nobody else is, is other. I mean, Tucker's picked it up. He's had a hot week. Um, Bregman had a great road, you know, great road uh, road trip. But, I mean, look at Pena. Look at, look at Maldi. Look at, I mean, Jesus. Some, some of the, some of the, 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 some of the guys in his line, the, the, Abreu is great with runners in scoring position, but otherwise he's just not good. Chaz is doing his thing and it's great to see, but he's not untradeable. And in fact, a smart GM would go out and get max dollars or max player just for this little run right here. It's what you do. It's what you do. It's smart baseball. You get a proven commodity for a guy that's hot with potential. That's how you win World Series year over year. And if I'm not mistaken, let's see, uh, Michael. Schwab. What is this? What is this Schwab? What's a Schwab? I call him Schwarber. Is it Schwab? Yeah, there we go. He had tweeted a while back. <clears throat> um, oh, where is it now? He tweets a lot. Like, I need to just slow down. Uh, <clears throat> I was trying to find the, the rumor. Uh, nope, can't find it. I don't even remember how old it was. But it was, um, it was two. Damn it. White Sox. It was Dylan Cease. And why am I blanking on the dude's first name? Robert is his last name. Uh, Luis Robert. Let's see. Death chart. Uh, yeah, Luis Robert. And there's a ton of White Sox. There's also been another rumor of Lance Lynn 
being a possibility for the Astros. In fact, in fact, let me pull up this little trade rumor um, thing that I have. There you go. So this is Ken Rosenthal. What I'm hearing from MLB <coughs> at the trade deadline. Uh, White Sox right-hander Lance Lynn's on the surface does not appear to be an attractive trade candidate. 618 ERA. The White Sox are in full-on ass fire sale mode. Uh, teams that he can block are Mariners, Padres, and Giants. Uh, Dodgers and Angels and Blue Jays. So he's got some some wiggle room there. Um, let's see. What are some other names? Padres are preparing for both buy and sell scenarios. And listen, it's crazy because it's okay to be a buyer and a seller if you get better. If you get better. You know what I'm saying? For example, uh, last year the Orioles were sellers at the deadline. Remember? That's how the Astros got, uh, uh, what's his name? Couldn't hit his way out of a fucking paper bag. Trey Mancini. And they traded uh old boy as well. That, the Orioles traded a couple of guys away last year, but they got better. And they're good this year. They just won three out of four against the Rays. So, hey, what's up, Dr. Dre on 290? Headed to Minute May. That's what's up, baby. Um, so yeah, uh, th- listen, there is a lot of <clears throat> let me go to my trade rumors thing again. One more time. Hold on. MLB. <clears throat> there's tons of rumors floating around and that's what they are. This is all, it's just like NFL. It's all posturing and, and whatnot. Oh damn. Mike Ivy passed away. That sucks. Uh, let's see. Astros. I'm looking for trade rumors. Here you go. Astros Rays showing interest in Michael Lorenzen, who I believe is with the, 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 uh, the Tigers, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Barry has put out a bounty on him. What? Oh, on the Whistler? Fuck that dude. Thank you, Dre. Dre, if you go to jail, I got you, fam. I got you, pimp. They take you to jail, I got you. Okay? You do what you need to do, I got you. Um, Yeah, no, Jordan. What is this? Oh, Double Rods had a question. Uh, do you think they would get a haul for Chaz, though? They see the same numbers you just pointed out. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. But what he has shown is the flash of being um, a good center fielder, right? Take, take a look back at his World Series uh, in his postseason last year. He played well. Defensively, he played really well. He's gone on this run. He's proven he's got some power. He's proven he could be an everyday starting center fielder if that's what you, you know, want. And, and a team like the White Sox, who is looking to get out from some of these bigger names and maybe get a guy who's younger with a little more team control on his, you know, on his contract, on his timeline, that's appealing to some people. And he's cheaper. So that's the thing, right? If you go out and you do that deal where you get Luis Robert and Dylan Cease and you give up Chaz McCormick and Hunter Brown and Forrest Whitley and whatever else, uh, you know, uh, Leon, and, uh, Leon uh, fine. Because those guys are proven major leaguers. I mean, Luis Robert, when healthy, is one of the best players, one of the best hitters in baseball. But he's got to be healthy. 
So if you're telling me if you could get Dylan Cease and Luis Robert from the White Sox and give up those young name, names, I just, I'd throw Jeremy Pena in there at this point. I don't give a shit. I mean, those dudes, those, those two names right there, go look. Just do a, do a quick, uh, do a quick search of where Luis Robert ranks amongst outfielders and uh, center fielders and hitters in baseball. He's top 10. And Dylan Cease, when, um, I mean, healthy and I guess his mind's right, he's a bona fide ace. He's exactly what I was saying they needed to either put in front of or just behind Fromber in that rotation to provide them the depth that, depth that they need. So, uh, I just don't be married to those names. There's now there's obviously names that you're not getting rid of. You're not getting rid of Jordan Alvarez. That starts and ends there. You're not getting rid of Jose Altuve. The fan base would revolt. You're not getting rid of Alex Bregman, Fromber, and Kyle Tucker. But every other name on the Astros roster outside of those is probably available for trade. Hey, you could probably trade Abreu back to the White Sox. <laughs> Boy, how lucky would that be? I don't know. I mean, if, if I look at the depth chart, let's just uh, just make sure I'm not glossing over anybody because y'all know how my brain works. It's not great. Let's look at the Astros depth chart and let's just talk about who's tradable and who's not. No. Huh. Uh, 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 no. Mm, no. Alvarez, Tucker, Bregman, Altuve, Valdez. That's it. You trade everybody else. I'll be fine with that. <gasps> Can't trade Christian Javier. He's got the okay. That's fine. Uh, let's see. Lou Bob is under control for four more years. Cease for two more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I messed up. I tweeted it out when the rumor came out when Michael Schwab tweeted about it. And I was like, well, cease is a rental. And I think uh, Luis Robert only had like one more year or two more years on his deal. But I got got by baseball reference and not spot track. Well, I'll show you the difference here. Let me uh, hold on. If you go to baseball reference, for example, and uh, as Dre calls him, there's Lou Bob. And then you go to spot track where I should have gone in the first. And I knew better. This has happened before, my stupid ass. Let me pull up Luis Robert on. Here we go. So when you bring these over here, when you look at Luis Robert, which is what I was doing because I was just looking at his stats, it says right here, sign through 2025. And then when you pull up uh, Dylan Cease, and this is why I said he was a rental. Hold on. There we go. There we go. <clears throat> um, I was like, oh, Dylan Cease is a rental. Because contract status signed through 2023. I was like, oh, he's a rental. Not remembering that, yeah, that's because he signed an arbitration deal. He's arbitration eligible. So anytime a baseball player becomes arbitration eligible, 
then they basically are operating on one-year deals under team control, which means you're still going to be on that team. You don't know the exact dollar value until you go to arbitration and both sides argue their point about your value. And then an arbitrator, a neutral third party, decides what your salary will be for that year. And then they do it all over again next year. Unless... The teams want to operate in good faith like they've done with Jordan and Bregman and some others and say, let's just work out a deal. Get you out of arbitration. This is what you know you're going to make. And that's good for both sides sometimes. I mean, the Astros have a hell of a team-friendly deal for Jordan. But it's a, it's a win-win because these guys are going to get their money early instead of waiting to get through all these arbitration years, right? So that's where I got fooled because I saw that and went, oh, that's a rental. Cease is a rental. Well... Not so fast. So this says signed through 2025, um, and that is right here. But there's club control. There's club options for 2026 and 2027. So theoretically, you could keep him around all the way through 2027, and the same would be true. Let's see, where am I going? More white socks. Now, so I showed you Dylan Cease's um, baseball reference where it says signed through 2023. Well, not so fast because he's arbitration eligible through 2025. Then he becomes an unrestricted free agent in 2026. So he wasn't a one-year rental. I was wrong. You get him the rest of this year plus two more arbitration years. So that's why, I mean, that kind of deal that Schwab was rumoring there with the cease and Luis Robert, huge, huge. Uh, and you can even get their values. Let's see. Does. It's got to have Luis Robert value, right? Uh, let's see. Well, it'll have. Career earnings. Let's see. Stats. There we go. Oh, they don't have the comparison anymore. Um. Yeah, he's got 28 home runs this year. They don't have the da- see. This is his only pro- only problem with uh, Luis Robert is his health. That's the only problem that I have is is injuries. Uh, but when healthy, dude can ball. There's a blimp bear. What? Oh, a blimp near Minute Maid Park. Oh. Uh, if they lost last night, Jordan would have been in the lineup today. That is probably a pretty good point, actually. Uh, Dusty is saying Jordan and Altuve possible in tomorrow's lineup. Well, well, that's good news. Yeah, that would be real good news. Nonetheless, going to be a fun series. Make sure you watch it. Uh, keep your eye on the trade rumors. Uh, I'm trying to find more. They don't have a nice, concise thing, and I didn't have time to read it, but uh, The Athletic has a pretty good trade rumor. And go to MLBRumors.com. Uh, Michael Lorenzen. He's good. He's really turned it around. He struggled early. Uh, but Lorenzen has turned it around. He's a name that they could add. Think of Lorenzen as like Trey Mancini. Uh, uh, what's his name that they added as catcher at the deadline from the Red Sox? Vasquez. Somebody like that. He's not going to be a, you know, a hot commodity. Let's see. Let's, let's, uh, I'm going to show you one more. Let's see here. Ranking potential trade players in MLB. I think we did this once already. But here's your top 20. 
Yeah, we looked at this one. It's, it's worth looking at again. We know Otani is going to be number one. Duh. Uh, Lucas Gilito is two. Marcus Stroman, three. Jordan Montgomery, four. Blake Snell, five. Josh Hader, six. Uh, Hamir Candelario, seven. Uh, Paul De Young, eight. Jordan Hicks, nine. Michael Lorenzen is ten. Cody Bellinger, 11. Kyle Finnegan, 12. Jan Gomez, 13. And see, I mean, they're not going to go out and get a catcher because they love Maldi and uh, Diaz is hitting well. Uh, Elias Diaz is uh, 14. Lance Lynn, 15. Aaron Savala, 16. Lane Thomas, 17. Uh, Randall Grichuk, 18. Scott Barlow, 19. And Rich Hill, 20. So that's that's the top 20. Um According to CBS, that was 23 hours ago that they updated it. What you don't see is that, yeah, Dre said Lorenzen has potential good stuff. Yeah, any but so my point was Astros need to add a one one a right either right before or right after uh, Fromber. So you need a you need a Fromber JV or a JV Fromber, right? That's what you need to make a playoff run. You're just gonna need that. Think about that. Those both of those th- those are two arms that you get those names got how many starts in the postseason? You you're running them out there for game, you know, two games a series. Who else do you trust twice in a series in the postseason besides Frombro on this Astros rotation right now? Do you trust Javier? Really trust him? I'm not saying he wouldn't and he can't prove it that he's got it back, but right now that's it. You really need another bona fide stud ace that you can trust. That doesn't mean they're going to perform well. But you need another bona fide stud ace. So that's priority one to me is get a guy, not even regular season. I'm not worried about the Astros making the playoffs. I'm saying you need to get a guy that you can trust to run out there twice in a series and try to get you wins in the postseason. That's always been how the Astros have done this. They've always had two guys. They don't anymore. At least until Javier figures it out. So, um, but I think, yeah, uh, Lorenzo kind of slots probably somewhere around a, a two to four guy. I mean, maybe a three and a half. He's like a two and a half, three and a half. A tons of potential. He could be really good. He could be he could be Javier of last year, or you know what I mean. But he's not a bona fide stud ace, uh, and that's why, like, when we looked at this, these rankings and some others. You knew the White Sox were selling, but I was surprised to see Luis Robert. I was surprised to see Dylan Cease and some other names on that list. But if you're going to sell, you might as well sell. So uh, the White Sox are in full-on ass sell mode. That is for damn sure. Oh, it's a dick blip. Dick sporting goods. Okay. <coughs> Aaron Hernandez. Uh, see, I'm not doing it again. No. No. I'm not doing it. I'm not reading your chat message as a headline. You guys have already been wrong twice today. I'm not falling for it again. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not reading your headline until I go and see it on ESPN myself or wherever. Not doing that uh, double rods. And it's not your fault. But I'm not doing that. I'm not falling for it. Alex Villanueva said, if health is an issue... Astros should offer less for Roberts. Well, it won't be a, I mean, I say it won't. The rumor at the time that sparked all that conversation, the rumor at the time um, was was the two, right? It was Dylan Cease and Luis Robert. And 
at, at the time, I think, you know, throwing in Chaz or whatever in that mix, <clears throat> it made sense. And I don't think you needed to, you know, offer less because you still had Dylan Cease in the mix. But if it's just Luis Robert and that's it, you want to be a little more cautious. But you know what? Scared money don't make money. I, and I wish I could find uh, ranking MLB. Let's see. MLB player value. Somebody was like, Chaz McCormick is the best value of baseball. You're stupid and don't know baseball. I was like, okay, dipshit. Circle back with me in a fu- in a few years, you dumbass. People are morons. Like, you don't don't get so hyped up on fucking s- three months or six months or whatever it is. Not three months. Uh, three weeks or six weeks or whatever it is. Don't be a moron. And by the way, I was just curious. I was like, I wonder if Carlos Correa's uh, sophomore year, if he slumped like uh, Jeremy Pena is. Spoiler alert, he didn't. He didn't. Um, let's see here. Where did I see that? Oh, this is baseball trade values. Shit. Because then the guy was like, eh. What about uh, what about this guy? Hold on. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. I was like, he, overall value or some bullshit. I was like, that, that makes no sense to me. He was like, Chaz McCormick has the highest value of any outfielder in baseball not named Jordan Alvarez. I was like, really? More than Ronald Acuna Jr.? More than Juan Soto? Mookie Black? Shut the... What are you fucking you talking about? He's been hot for six weeks. He's not Acuna a, a, a Jr. or Tatis or any of those fucking names. Shut up, moron. I'm looking for total value here. This is median value. <sighs> Let's see. Oh, wow. That's interesting. So this is like a trade value thing. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. I just found this. I've never used this before. Baseball trade values, highs and lows. And this is like the median average. And I guess they tell you like how they come up with this. But Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, has the highest value in baseball. Duh. I mean, dude's going to win the MVP in the NL for sure. Uh, 227. Next on that list, Fernando Tatis Jr. at 187. And then it starts sliding pretty quick. Mookie Betts at 85. I mean, like you can see. And this is amongst guys who I guess qualify, right? Interestingly enough. <coughs> Uh, Kyle Tucker on that list is one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, what? You mean no Chaz McCormick? There's Juan Soto down there. And then it has availability. Likelihood current team will trade him. Very low for Ronald Acuna Jr. Very low for Fernando Tatis. Low for Mookie Betts. Low for Corbin Carroll. Medium. What? Medium for Kyle Tucker. Only reason that that would be the case, only reason is because they feel like they can't work out a, a team-friendly deal or not get the deal they want with Kyle Tucker. That would be the only reason. <laughs> Alex Villanueva said Dusty will cool Chaz down by sitting him. A lot of people hate Dusty's lineups. It's amazing to me. Dusty went from, oh my God, he finally won a World Series. To now we don't trust him to even fill up a line, fill out a lineup from day to day. I mean, look, man, 
you, you, you play the hand you're dealt. This isn't the Astros of last year, unfortunately. We thought it would be, but injuries have wreaked havoc. And he's tried to find some magic and mojo. I still say, I'm going to stand by it. I'm going to die on this Tal's Hill. Kyle Tucker should be leading off. Especially when Jordan comes back. Man, could you imagine Tucker, Altuve, Jordan, Bregman? Sounds good to me. Instead, it'll be Altuve, Bregman, Jordan, Tucker, or some shit like that. Tucker's proven. He, he's he's got exactly what you want at the top of that lineup. Uh, we'll tune in tomorrow to hear what you have to say about it. About what? Uh, I was this. Uh, it was the second time today I saw it. Oh, I'll look it up real quick. I'll look it up. Let's see. Aaron Hernandez, brother, school shooting. <gasps> there we go. Let me make sure that these are credible sources. Yahoo Sports. Breaking news! It's too low. Breaking news! Okay, that was stupid. Uh, Breaking news. Aaron Hernandez's brother, Dennis. Arrested for allegedly planning shootings at UConn and Brown. What? Former Huskies football player and Brown quarterback coach is being held in lieu of $250,000 bail. Damn. Dennis John Hernandez, the older brother of late New England Patriot tight end and Aaron Hernandez, being held in Connecticut jail. This is the first time I've heard this, so this is why I'm reading it. Being held in Connecticut jail and $250,000 bail after he allegedly planned and threatened to carry out two school shootings at UConn and Brown. 37-year-old arrested July 19 and charged with threatening and breach of peace. According to the incident report, as cited by the Associated Press, two women told police they were concerned about Hernandez and his recent very erratic behavior, adding he was, quote, extremely sick and that his mental health is continuing to deteriorate. That's so sad, man. So, so sad. Uh, Hernandez has had multiple legal issues in recent months, according to TMZ Sports. Some of them stem from May incident in which he allegedly threw a brick at ESPN's headquarters. Two-time captain for the Huskies football team where he played quarterback and wide receiver in 2004-2008. He's also uh, he also has a connection to Brown working at the university's as the university's quarterback coach for 2011. Damn. Police noted they had previously spoken to another woman who said Hernandez has gone to map the schools out and claimed to have a bullet for everyone. Jesus. That is awful. Um, let's see. Mr. Jones said, uh oh, this is bad. Yeah. Yeah. I'd put Tucker in the two hole, but put Jordan as cleanup, says Dre. Okay. I just like, I mean, look, my thing, which, by the way, um, I'll just comment on this real quick. <sighs> I saw somebody say, uh, damn, CTE is a mofo. Yeah, CTE is a mofo. Um, but it makes you just kind of wonder, is there a, is this a hereditary 
mental illness problem in the family. If you got two brothers, two sons in the same family who had all kinds of legal and trouble, mental health issues. I mean, yeah, sure. A lot of it could stem from football. There's a lot of people that play football that never try to shoot up a school. There's a lot of people that play football that never murder anybody. So some of it, I think, you know, obviously could be, could be head trauma and football related. Some of it could just be upbringing, just bad people. Maybe their parents weren't good parents. I don't know. I'm not here to judge. And some of it could be hereditary mental illness. I don't know. It's pretty ironic that these two guys that, you know, if this is true, this is all alleged by the, by the way, these are all just unsubstantiated, unproven allegations at this point. I think it's, we have to acknowledge that. Although where there's smoke, there's fire. Well, nothing's been proven yet, but if it were to come out and if it were to be proven, man, I think first thing we do is get on the horn to the Hernandez couple and say, yeah, don't have any more kids. No more boys. They're fucking crazy. So maybe just, you know, let's work on your pullout game. Papa Hernandez. I don't know. It's sad though. It's sad and scary. Sad and scary. But I think I lean more towards, obviously he is having some mental issues. Um, if this is true and you hope that it is all talk and no action and that, um, you know, maybe, maybe these women in his life that came forward, did so in the nick of time and saved a lot of lives. I finally turned off the fan in here cause it was so loud. I kept hearing it. Um, yeah, we do. And I do agree with that, Dick Willie. We don't, not, not only do we need more people in mental hospitals, we need more attention paid towards mental health in this country. And I'm not attacking you for that take. I'm be, because you're right. That's a, you know, but I think we have to change the way that we deal with mental health, right? Because I think in the past, it was kind of like the way we deal with criminals. And, you know, we don't really try to rehabilitate criminals anymore. It's just put them in prison. We put somebody in a mental hospital and then we don't have to, we don't have to be, well, they, we don't have to, they, we don't have to be scared of them anymore. And, and that's just like, it's just prison for crazy people. But I think we have got to, as a society, as a country, as a, as a nation, as a people, I mean, we have to focus on this more. This has to be. We have to pay more attention to that because let's be real. No normal person maps out a school to go shoot it up or in that regard, nobody does that unless there are some, there's some mental trauma or there is a mental deficiency or an issue either underlying or otherwise drug related CTE related or whatever. That's causing that thought behavior. That's not normal. Got to address it. Because we're just going to, it's just going to keep happening over and over and getting worse. <coughs> uh, what the hell was I going to talk about before we got on that? I forget what I was going to go to. I don't remember now. I don't recall. It's a 
can talk about something. Don't remember. Uh, Dick Lee said, well, Barry, remember in 1981, President Ronald Reagan, who had made major efforts during his governorship to reduce funding and enlistment for California mental institutions. So I, and then you're it fades out like I don't I don't see that afterwards. That's all I get. So I don't know what the rest of your message was. Oh, there it is. Uh, Ronald Reagan, who had made major efforts during his governorship to reduce funding and enlistment for California mental institutions. So less funds for 50 years. Yeah. Donna said, this is too much. This is a lot. It's a lot. It's heavy. You know, Donna, how we do on the show. We do the heavy. We do the fun. We do the heavy. Um, when Houston released their patients in the eighties, most stayed homeless. Yeah, that's stupid. That's not good. Yeah, not good at all. Uh, all right. I don't remember what I was going to talk about. Let's see. Um, we do. I do want to talk about this story. I've had it. I've had it in the chamber for a while. Let's lighten the mood for Donna, everybody. Yeah. Let's lighten the mood for Donna. And we will, damn it. Uh, this dude you see on your screen, that feller there, well, that feller there, <coughs> his name, hold on. Of course, this some bitch don't work now. You dirty bitch. Why is my Gmail failing me? Uh, nope. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on around here? I had this article on this dude. I've been sitting on it forever. Let's see. Oh, my God. Let me just search in here. There we go. Uh, this is Blake Martinez. And uh, he was an NFL linebacker. Uh, he had gotten injured. And then according to this article in this email, <coughs> excuse me, says he made it all the way back from the injury. He had climbed all the way back and then quit. Hmm. He quit the NFL. Uh, it says he made it all the way back after going from fourth round pick to $30 million free agent to practice squad guy. He was 28 and healthy. He was ready to, to, to take on the world. <coughs> excuse me. And then he, Quit football because he went into selling Pokemon cards. Yeah. The dude walked away from the NFL um, and he has a business where he sells Pokemon cards. This is crazy. Listen to these stats. Uh, where'd it go? It says, as a millennial, I can say that this is the most millennial thing I can imagine. Martinez, like Martinez, I grew up with those binders full of Pokemon cards. Unlike Martinez, I didn't parlay a nostalgia trip into a multi-million dollar business. Listen to this shit. Here's some insane facts according to this article. Martinez has hired nearly 20 full-time staffers. <coughs> Excuse me. Including uh, Marisa Snee, a college soccer player who streams for Blake's Breaks LLC. In her off time, he routinely makes six-figure profits off of cards. A lot of these cards were made in the late 90s and early 2000s. An older one in pristine condition can get close to seven figures. What? What? 
fucking Pokemon card. What? How? 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 I don't get it. I don't understand. It's not even a real thing. It's not a real thing. It's like a goddamn Cabbage Patch Kid. I mean, well, at least you could have held a goddamn Cabbage Patch Kid. I mean, those Garbage Pail Kids were stupid. I had a few of those. Jesus, what was I thinking? But like with baseball cards, like at least there's a player associated, a real life human being whose performance on the field is associated with, in one way, shape, or form, uh, the value of his card. Unless, I mean, unless it's like Billy Ripken and they wrote fuckface on the handle of his bat, and then that card's worth a lot of money too. But otherwise... You know, you, you, oh man, I can't wait to get a, oh my God, I got a Jose Canseco rookie card. I'm rich. I'm going to be loaded. And a Mark McGuire. Oh my God. What? Bash brothers, baby. And then you're like, well, shit. I got a Barry Bonds rookie card. (gasps) Steroids. So there's like this ebb and flow of the money that it's worth and the, the value of it because they're real live people. And at least with, like, Cabbage Patch Kids, you could hold the thing. What was the other thing that was, like, a real popular? Beanie Babies. All right. One in the chat, if you were thought you were going to get rich holding on to your Beanie Babies. Kind of like, kind of like, people that think their Playboy collection is worth a lot of money. I won't name names because my dad will be pissed. My dad thinks his Playboy collection is going to be worth a lot of money one day. And I'm like, Dad, nobody wants them dirty-ass Playboys. No, they're, 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 they're going to be worth money. No, they're not. Do you know how many of those fucking things are in circulation? There's like four valuable Playboys. The first one, the Marilyn Monroe. Uh, the Miss USA, what, Vanessa Williams or whatever. I'm guessing that was a big one. I don't know. That's it. Nobody wants some dirty-ass Playboys, man. There was like millions of them in circulation. Madonna, eh. She needed a shave. That was awful. Now, I ain't gonna lie. I used to sneak into the bathroom and look at my dad's Playboys. Of course. Saw Madonna's big old hairy muff. That was pretty disgusting. And her armpits. That was alarming. Very alarming. <laughs> Steve and the other guys said, if your dad found out about Pornhub. Hey, like it barely worked Facebook on his phone. This is a man who's still, he's like, did you bring my calendar? I'm like, isn't it on your phone? This is a man who still has a, uses a goddamn actual calendar. Not a, ah, I got my calendar with my appointments. No, no. A real live big fucking squares on a paper calendar. Like, Dad. Dick Willie said, Playboy version number one, Marilyn Monroe, $360,000. Playboy number one, Marilyn Monroe, good condition, $2,770. Yeah. So, uh, again, <laughs> Papa Lamanek Bundy. <clears throat> Flip said, I use a paper calendar. Is anyone in the chat, one in the chat, if you're not surprised, Flip uses a calendar, a paper calendar. By the way, one in the chat for the Beanie Babies, my sweet, sweet Donna. She was going to get rich off of Beanie Babies. Christopher Reyes was going to get And then he started selling chips. 
<laughs> B. Hannon. Um, uh, uh, Steven, the weather guy said, eh, one and a half, my wife. Okay. Jado, 1.2. Okay, you cheating. That's not, that's not okay. <coughs> Damn it, Donna, no! You guys still use paper calendars? Donna, Reyes, D-Mata, and Alan Denson. I mean... That list kind of checks out. That list kind of checks out, for being honest. I can see it. Dick Willie said far side jokes of the day. God, I remember those. I used to love that. Um. Anyways, so this dude, Robert likes beer. Uh, let's see. Uh, he routinely makes six figures <coughs> off of cards. And then he said uh, he recently sold a rare Pikachu illustrator. I don't even know what that is. What in the fuck is a Pikachu? I have no idea what a Pikachu is. He recently sold a rare Pikachu illustrator for $672,000. What? His company has pulled in nearly $12 million in under a year of existence. This dude walked away from the NFL. Selling Pokemon cards. And and I get it. It's not 30 million. Okay? It's 12. But that's in one year. And he's building a business. And he's not out there getting CTE. He's not out there putting his body on the line. He's standing in an air-conditioned trade show venue going... 670K. Like, what? Unbelievable. Good for him. That's badass. I don't understand it. I don't, I don't, I don't understand the whole Pokemon thing. I even thought about that today. I was like, when I was thinking about that story, I was like, you know what? <laughs> Double Ross said he's washing money. <coughs> hey, what's up, Richard Vales? You know about Pokemon, that stupid ass avatar. I always tease Richard Vales and say that his uh, that that his logo right there. I'm like, is that a Pokemon? I think that's like a soccer club. I'm like, that looks like a Pokemon thing. He's like, that's not Pokemon. That's Pokemon. Richard Vale's totally into Pokemon. What's up, Richard Vale's, by the way? Thanks for joining. Dude has invested a couple million from what I heard. Blake Martinez. Yeah. Yeah. Collectors are bidding $2 million plus for the Lord of the Rings card found in Canada. I just, I died. I mean, I understand the baseball thing, right? The football cards, basketball cards. I get that. I just, I, I, especially like the cards where they'd be like, this is a game-worn jersey. This is a piece of it. Well, that's only so big, right? Now, granted, there's a lot of games. But they don't do that for everyone. <coughs> or uh, you remember they put a sliver of bat in a card? Oh, what? You get, you get a card that's like, is that a stain? No, that's Michael Jordan's sweat from his balls. What? It's worth $90 million. And it smells. It's a scratch and sniff basketball card. That I get. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, Flip. I'm just in here rambling. Appreciate you, Flip. Uh, that I get. But what is a Pokemon? You might as well fucking make G.I. Joe cards. They're, they're not real. They're not real. I don't know. Chris said, great show, B. Can we get three days straight? God willing. Well, God and AT&T and 
my chest and lungs and other unfortunate things willing. Yeah, we can. We absolutely can. Now, did my mods do their job? Did my mods do their job? Do we have a raid? God damn it. No, we don't. Shit. Why? <laughs> All right, good times. Um, Ozark's coming to life. I don't know what that is. What does that mean? Uh, Trey said, yo, Barry on deck, when you want to take mom to an Astros game, I owe her, I still owe her birthday game. Oh, that's dope, dude. Oh, man, yeah, I'd love to. Let me uh, let me get with her. Let me know what the, what like some of the options are. Or what works best for you, dude. You're so nice with that drink. You're the best, dude. Have fun at the game tonight. If you find that some bitch that's whistling, shove a sock in his stupid mouth. Hey, King Robert, I'll see you Saturday, buddy. Well, you better be here tomorrow and Thursday. Thanks for stopping by, buddy, but I'll definitely see you Saturday. Uh, thank you, Jesus. It's good to see you, buddy. Joe, I appreciate you, fam. Alex, thank you, my friend. Donna, I love you, boo-boo. Uriel, much love, homie. Thank you. Thank you, Ruin. What's up, Ruin? Hello, Bubba. Uh, uh, excuse me. <laughs> Allison, I'll take two for my liver. Uh, excuse me. Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jay Doe. Not doing it. Oh, Donna, you like Forensic Tilts? That's awesome. I'm glad you guys like Forensic Tilts. Well, we'll rate him then, I guess, because we don't really have a... <coughs> I really need to find... Five or six or seven... I mean, we just really need to find somebody we can raid every day. Nah. What's up, Dubs? We need to find somebody that we can raid and kind of you know, get some exposure. But until then, we'll do stuff like Forensic Tilts and Gym on Sports because they're good people. By the way, we'll raid Forensic Tilts, but go hang out with Jim for a bit too. I don't, you know, I don't know how long Forensic Tilts is going to stay on. Uh, he's on Bovada too. Cool. But uh, go hang out with Jim on Sports, too. It's his 200th show. That's a big deal. And I'm proud of Jim, and I'm happy for him. So go show him some love as well. But we're going to raid uh, Forensic Tilts. I love you guys. Thank you all for hanging out with me again. It's kind of good to be back to normal doing shows. I'll see you all tomorrow. We'll have more Astros Rangers to talk about. I'll find some more bullshit that we can discuss. And uh, we'll take it from there. Clarence, what's up, homie? Much love to you, baby. Yeah, we do need to catch Fred online one afternoon for the Falcon cast. All right. I'm starting the raid. Do me three favors before I see y'all tomorrow. Be safe, be kind, and most importantly, love each other. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Enjoy the night. Here's the raid. Say hi to Forensic for me. Bye. Eddie's making a YouTube video.